I take out the park all the time, man. <laughs> think that she'd, like, get it down. God. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing about dogs. My grandmother had a dog. He was a bulldog. He was already as trained as he was going to get. Yeah. He was great. His name was Tut. King Tut. I've taken her to the ball field, like, four times, and the dog park once. It's got, like, a pass thing. Yeah, it's, like, super schmancy. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dog Days of Summer. Yeah, Our right. dog history podcast. <laughs> Talk about all the latest things having to do with dogs. Yep. Yep, there have been many breakthroughs in dogs recently. <laughs> but first, a word from our sponsors. Oh, I was going to say, stay tuned for a special segment, the K-90s. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> now I kind of want to do that. <laughs> now I honestly kind of want to, like, research popular dog trends from the 90s. Okay. Slap bracelet collars. Well, I told you my, like, um, remember how, like, uh, I'd, uh, check out, like, who won the Westminster Dog Show the year you were born. The only one I can ever remember is yours. It's like Pepsi. Okay, so the dog was called Pepsi by its family, but his actual show name was Cablix the Challenger. That's right, That's yeah. Beautiful. And that is the dog that won the Westminster Dog Show in, uh, uh, 1983. On Hunter's actual date of birth. Hey, watch, great watch! Hey, watch, great watch! Hey, watch, great watch! I hate them all, but I just can't stop! One, there's one. There's one animatronic dog. Yeah, almost no dogs. What's it's his not. Name? It's is not a dog. Oh, this is Flegel. Flegel. Yeah. This is not a dog movie though. Ew. We're talking a lot about dogs. We've done a dog movie. We did All Dogs Go to Heaven. That's a dog movie. Yeah. This is not a dog movie. It's a good movie. La 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 don't sue us. We don't have cash. Yeah, that's true. It's very, very cute. I'll never stop singing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be able to sue the song for being in my head now forever. I already know it's going to be in my head for at least a week. I can just feel it. I would like the press charges for emotional distress. Yeah. It's, it's like stalking. <laughs> but it's in my brain, and it's uh, who's like the file charges against the Banana Splits theme song, please. Hanna Barbera, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Barbera, yes, exactly, please. Empty the Hanna Barbera coffers. Give me the rights to Space Ghost. I want all the DVDs. Um, oh man, he does. I don't think that's Hanna Barbera though. So we're talking about the Banana Splits movie. <laughs> yes, from from near 2019. Yep. Hello, excellent humans. Uh, welcome to another episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch, your Watching a Movie with Friends podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Bush. With me, as always, is co-host, Allison Yukulis. And our special guest today, Riley O'Neill. Thanks for coming, Riley. Thank you. Thanks uh, for having this me. Was, this was kind of your idea? Yeah, it kind uh, of was. I, I think I was the one to bring it up. Yeah. Um, so usually uh, the way it works on the podcast is we, you know, I send people a list of things I have, and then they pick a movie or they have something that they want to bring. This just came up at work. Yeah, I had seen it on um, on demand just one day, and it caught me off guard. Cause <laughs> it's very weird. It was a $22 movie featuring animatronic animals from the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, 
for the life of me, it just caught me. Yeah, uh, for a I, loop. I write a column uh, every other month for Movie John where we talk about, uh, I talk about movies that are coming out based on some previously existing property, whether it's a different media or a reboot of an old film or what have you. And so I knew this was coming and I had bookmarked it to talk about it in my column, but I there was no release date when I saw it. And that was only like a month before you were like, yeah, that's out now. And I was like, wait, what? That came out? Like, I wanted to write about that. I wanted to look into that. Uh, and you were, as we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, if they ever do a physical release, I'm fucking buying it because that's just a bonkers idea. And while we're talking, you're like, you can pre-order it on Amazon for $14. <laughs> I was like, done. Yeah, I just had to know. Totally so, worth it. Xfinity is trying to rob you. <laughs> yeah, that's no surprise, I think, to anyone. Don't sue us. We don't have cash. <laughs> Boy, that's becoming the theme of the whole show. <laughs> this better be the episode where we just fucking, just all our libelous uh, statements. We might as well throw them out there. <laughs> the thing about the Banana Splits movie, okay, A, it should not be called the Banana Splits movie. That is misleading. It should be called the Banana Splits horror movie because it, it super duper is and like that's... Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna buy it, not notice it's R-rated, and be like, "Oh, this is good." Because for the first, I don't know, twenty-ish minutes, it's fine. Uh, you I know. mean, to be fair, that orangutan has an axe on the cover. Yeah, but yeah. they might be going to build a log cabin, like <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Flegel was looking like the Terminator. Yeah, too. he kind of has a Terminator eye, but you might not notice that if you don't look super I mean, closely. <laughs> I didn't until right before we started. Yeah, yeah, it, it, you can't fair. tell it on the thumbnail on on Amazon yeah. at all. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is Flegel. Flegel the dog. Yeah. yeah. I'm still having a hard time. Bingo is the orangutan. Bingo has yeah. the axe. Well, yeah. I know Bingo because it rhymes with Ringo and he's the drummer. That's true. You pointed that out and that kind of yeah. low-key blew my mind. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. So good. And Snorky, he's got a snorkel yeah, nose. Yeah, he's, he's got a he's nose. An he's an elephant. Yeah. And also, the kid said his name at least a million times. Yeah. But yeah, Flegel and Drooper fuck with me. Yeah, Drooper. Drooper the lion is... Yeah. So I really think they should have leaned into it and called it the Banana Splits horror movie. Or like, you know, the Banana Splits go on a killing spree or something. Yeah, yeah <laughs> something. It's fine. It's it's funny. And the reason I support this movie and bought it without seeing it, which is like, eh, it's not super rare for me, but it's, it's on the rare end. I, I, I mostly buy stuff I haven't seen if it's from something or someone I trust. Like a you know distributor, it's like you've released movies, now you're producing an original film, it's like, I'll buy this. Or like, oh, it's from a director or writer or with an actor or actress I like. You know what, I trust your, uh, your choices. Um, this thing, I don't know shit about it, except for it's based on the Banana Splits, which I am only vaguely, I am as vaguely familiar with it as possible, because I only know about it from second-run stuff uh, on, like, Adult Swim and Cartoon Network and Boomerang and all that sort of stuff when I was, uh, you know, in my 20s, and that was just because they played it at 2 a.m. when everybody was up smoking weed, which is what I was doing, so I don't super remember it really well. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I know it's a show, and I know the theme song, but that's about it. I was like, I think all their names are, like, Flegel and Deagle and whatever, and I was close. <laughs> yeah. You had me watch the, uh, like, opening, opening credits, credits yeah. for the, the old show on YouTube before we watched this. Because I had never seen any of this at all. Sure. You were, like, probably yeah. just too young I to... Mean... It was a stoner block. That's how I've seen any episodes of, like, Sigmund the Sea Monster, which right, is, like, yeah. by Sid and Marty Croft, which I, yeah. like, I know about them and stuff. I know about, you know, some, but I don't, I've never seen any of it. Yeah. It's all yeah. apocryphal. I remember when Adult Swim <laughs> first started. Yeah. And they would show older series. 
Because we were high. <laughs> we were so high. I vaguely know what you're talking about. Yeah. And if you were too young to watch it, I definitely oh. was too young. Because I also know the banana splits from staying up till 2 a.m. <laughs> but I was too young to be smoking, so I was just a well, somnia-riddled yeah. child. What's funny is when you're listening to this from the future, everyone, uh, from far in the future, back when we recorded this, um, there were age limits on marijuana. It wasn't uh, prescribed at birth. <laughs> the way it absolutely has to be, I think, moving forward, because right. like people need to just chill the fuck out. Honestly, things are too stressful. It's cool. I think we're maybe five years out of them figuring out how to make CBD implants. Oh, that would be all right. I'd be okay with that. Uh-huh. I don't smoke because of my asthma, but I would. I would do a CBD implant. Ooh, can we get LSD implants? <laughs> I want to do that. Me just, up to some of that sweet old CBD. Just yeah. absolutely trip balls Hunter's, on my walk to work and then turn it off and be like, I'm fine. Hunter's fine. looking God, for a drip trip. That's right. <laughs> Hook it to my vein. <laughs> Give me an IV, boys. That's right. Can I get a lozenge? <laughs> um, it's like airborne. <laughs> Dissolve it in my bottle of water. But so, uh, the, the reason this Banana Splits movie is really interesting, really, really interesting, is it's 100% an idea that I would come up with. <laughs> because it's kind of a, hey, you know what would be funny if we did, and that's as far as the, it went. Again, I don't know any of this firsthand, but I've read a bunch of articles theorizing that this is the, you know, genesis for the Banana Splits movie. So there's that Five Nights at Freddy's video game series, which is, like, very popular. There's yeah. a bunch of sequels and spinoffs and all kinds of, like, ephemera. It's super-duper popular. It has its own, like deep dive wiki articles about like the lore and stuff it's, yeah, it's really it immersive a, it was a big part of let's plays yeah yeah um so it got yeah. very popular on like youtube and uh what twitch twitch yeah, yeah. you can play yeah. in vr now oh wow really yeah my friend yeah. that she said awful. it's terrifying yeah i was gonna say that's gotta be i've <laughs> just watched people for, play like, it and i'm like oh shit you yeah, know she's what's the vive vive v- that verve oh, whatever there's there's a couple no, of different vr rigs yeah and I think it's the one that starts with the V has the Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. VR version. So they're they're 100% making a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. It's been announced like it's a, it's a very hot commodity because it has all these fans. So somebody was just like, "You know what we should do? We should fucking jump in there ahead of them with that same idea of like children's show, animatronic, you know, robot thing, which is not exactly what Five Nights at Freddy's is, but it's close." Yeah. Um, jump in with that, but, you know, with a pre-existing property. And they probably, like, Googled, like, how much it would cost to buy the rights to Chuck E. Cheese and the, yeah, the rock fire explosion. Yeah. Googled, like, you know, how much it might be to get the rights to those things. And then they were like, oh, it's Banana Splits. Oh, those are even cheaper somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no cultural cachet whatsoever. <laughs> I can get this for a saw buck. Let's do it. And I fucking admire that so much. It's it's such a, it's such a like, yeah, sure, why the fuck not? Why not do this? And you know what? I mean, it's there, not there bad. There were also no. rumors that this was a potential Five Nights at Freddy's script that was uh, not It was rejected, so yeah. then they were like, they, they yeah. I don't know know search how tr- and replace. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, though. Sure, yeah, I don't know how true any of what I just said is, but I've read numerous articles all sort of kicking that theory around. Yeah. And it makes that kind of sense. I mean, it's been done before. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Disney did that uh, with, like, Aladdin. did do that yeah. with Aladdin. I was thinking of Madagascar uh, Cobbler and the uh, Thief. Yeah. That other... Oh, yeah. yeah. What's the... Um... I forget what it's called. No. No, it's not that's, Rio. That's still... It was like Zoo something. See... Zootopia? No, no it's not no, Zootopia. That's... It was like... It came out right after Madagascar. Yeah. I, I kind of know what you're talking about, but yeah. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, no. I, I mean, know. it was unremarkable. So. Yeah. yeah. 
So is Madagascar. But uh, it's fine. At least it's memorable. Well, also, yeah, Madagascar's cute. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood in general is lousy with that kind of stuff where, you know. Yeah, a studio, mm-hmm. any studio right now has hundreds of unproduced scripts. So a studio will, like, see that a rival studio is producing something that yeah. they don't have anything to compete with in, in production. So they will fast-track something else. Um, and that's why you get releases coming out right around the same time that are basically the same thing or, or at least seem the same on the surface like yeah. Armageddon and Deep Impact is yep. a big one um, Dante's Peak and Volcano is a big one like there's a lot uh, in the 90s it was kind of more obvious they've sort of like done a better job at hiding when they do that now but it still happens like you mentioned Disney's Aladdin versus The Cobbler and the Thief which it's was Thief and the Cobbler but Thief yes. and the Cobbler yeah. yeah which you know yeah although I mean with that one it was that The Thief and the Cobbler was taking forever in development. Yeah, it was longer gestating. Once, once Disney found out that they were definitely going to release it, they got on it. Yeah, and I mean, that happens all the time. So it is totally plausible that this Banana Splits thing is true or half-truth or whatever. I like to think it's true because, again, I think it's admirable that they were like... Because, like, this isn't... This movie coming out is not going to diminish the Five Nights at Freddy's box office, whatever that may be, in any capacity. It's oh, not hell, stealing any not. thunder. Yeah. Um, but I do like that they were like, fuck it, let's just beat them to the animatronic kid show robot kill fest. Yeah. Uh, genre so they can say they did it first yeah and it's like it's fun and it's like i mentioned really it's not bad no. it's it's kind of, it's pretty fun yeah um you also in 1999 didn't a bunch of haunted doll movies come out haunted doll shit has a like a life cycle that I rolls know. around yeah. um like this past i know but specifically 2019 had um 19 tw- 2019 yeah. or sorry. 1999 no sorry 2019 those are two very different yeah. years oh i forgot there's all those haunted dolls in the matrix <laughs> I have to change this doll. She's wet again. <laughs> oh, my God. Deanna Bruce, the Betsy Wetsy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Morpheus, look. When I dip the plates in warm water, the jam disappears. That's a real doll I, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that from commercials. Yeah, I know. God. Put it in cold water, and it gets like... Uh, jam and tea stains, and you dip it in warm water, and it goes away, or moves vice versa. I, I think whatever. it was that they gave you little fake plastic breads, and if you put yeah, it in yeah, warm yeah. water, bread and like jam cups on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, the only dolls I got as a kid just peed on you. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's what bread. all baby dolls, all baby dolls should a be made to smell bad. Yeah. And b they just pee randomly throughout the throughout like the rest of the time. Well, I mean, over time they'll end up smelling bad. They should, they should smell bad immediately to prepare you for children, which smell bad. I think I had two baby dolls that I did not care about, and then I had a bunch of Barbies and a Furby. My aunt had a which... Cabbage Patch doll that was uh, nude, um, and it sat on her dresser with, like, you know, normal dresser stuff, like a like a cup with pens and, like, eye, you know, eye pencil and, like, mm-hmm. you know, the blush brush and all that sort of stuff, like regular makeup stuff. Yeah. But it just sat up there being a nude Cabbage Patch doll and, for some reason, really creeped me out. <laughs> So she had, like, a vanity mirror, and then she had, like, a smaller mirror on top of a dresser. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of across from each other. So when I walked past the room, if her door was open, I could see the Cabbage Patch doll reflected in the mirrors, uh-huh. like, looking at me. That's horrifying. Yeah, like a, like a naked Cabbage right. Patch Mona Lisa. Right? At least you could see if it moved. Right. Maybe. But that's the thing, is like, I definitely, a bunch as a kid was like, 
That's not how it was sitting earlier. Like, a hundred. <laughs> oh my god, it's coming for me. Oh, man. You know, I don't know what it is about just dolls in general. They're just creepy. Yeah, uh, I had a friend in, like, junior high who, that was, like, his big fear was uh, dolls specifically, like, porcelain china dolls. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> Which just so happened... His mom, mom collected, yeah. Of course she did. That's so how you get one of those. I went over to yeah, his house one time, and he goes, I just want to show you the scariest shit ever. <laughs> and he just pushed open his mom's bedroom door. And it wasn't, like, a lot. It wasn't, like, a crazy cat lady, like, crazy amount of anything. It was just, like, one China Hutch-like type thing that okay. had all of them. It was, like, every like size and dimension of porcelain doll like the ones that were vaguely kid size the little 12 inch tall ones that were like proportionate adult like pretty creepy I was never really afraid of dolls and I saw that and I was like I get it this was like a reason it's a lot but it was like reasonable okay but yeah but I was like yeah and he goes he's like at night the only light that comes in from outside is from like a street light and it just shines on on that and I was like yeah dude I would never come in here at night ever (laughs) see I wasn't afraid of dolls until my mom told me when she was in a kid, she had this Raggedy Ann painting that she swore mo- moved all the time. Yeah. And then, like, shortly after she told me that's or, like, shortly before, uh, we had a sleepover. We had this... It's not a doll, but it was a My Little Pony-like toy. Oh, sure. And um, we were just, like, on the floor sitting, and out of nowhere, it just falls. And there's no explanation for it. It was sure. like the windows were open, so from then on out it was the possessed my little pony <laughs> so naturally my we gave it to my little cousin <laughs> right you know so it's now my little nine-year-old cousin's problem yeah that's yeah. your haunting now right chet <laughs> um you know the real annabelle doll is a raggedy ann doll i do know yeah. that which made it even more terrifying yeah, that is for me because of what my mom told me yeah that's very most creepy. haunted doll type right yeah yeah, yeah. There's never been a haunted Cabbage Patch story that I've ever read. I have no They're idea. always, like, the only, na- like, I'd say name brand doll is a Raggedy Ann. Yeah, why does nobody have haunted Barbies? It never happens. I mean, I, they're not articulated Barbie's done everything. Enough. She might as well haunt, too. Yeah. They're, they're not articulated enough to really uh, 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 menace you. The new uh-huh. Barbies are. Are they? Yeah, they got, like, full joints, man. Like, oh, my God, wrists, really? Wrists, elbows, knees, Yeah, actually, ankles. it depends on which Barbie you got, because the gymnast ones had points of articulation in the elbows and knees and uh, feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I don't know I don't know if it was both That's Barbie probably why they and... were called off the market, because of all the hauntings. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. it... I think there was... It was definitely a Skipper doll, which was Barbie's, like, younger sister. Mm-hmm. You know, they changed it to, like, her teenage sister yeah yeah it's my kid sister skipper it's like yeah. she used to be your daughter right? yeah but i think there was i think there might have also been like a gymnast barbie or something but yeah where they was. had a oh, yeah. lot more the olympics was movement. real big in yeah. the 80s yeah i mean there was a pregnant barbie yeah yeah i couldn't give birth no it's pregnant forever there was also a uh, adolescence skipper or something like that, yeah, where if where... you moved her arm, she yeah. would get taller and grow breasts. Yep. I, that. <laughs> I never yeah. had one of those because they uh, were pulled for being offensive, I guess. But yeah. I like what they were trying to do. My body, my yeah. changes, skipper. Or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, nice idea. You put Play Doh on her back and she grows pubes. Oh, God. oh. <laughs> Oof. Uh, anyway, the banana splits. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. I wanted to mention the director's name, because I actually think this is, like, pretty well directed. It's not, like, stunning or anything, but, um, it's Danishka Esterhazy. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. That's my best uh, approximation. I thought it was pretty well directed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I think it looked really good. Yeah, it exceeded um, my expectations. Yeah, it, it had a really good um, continuous color palette. It was like very like autumn-y. It was a lot of oranges, browns, yeah. golds. Yeah. Um, and then Which like some stuff to contrast that. I think matches up with like the old show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, but like the old show was definitely just like, whatever, we'll film here. We'll film a, on a beach. Yeah. We'll film, you know, in this amusement park. Like they were just filming places. It was like the, they actually yeah. mentioned in this, uh, it was a ripoff of the monkeys. And the monkeys were just dudes. I know. And they would just go places. And, Monkeying you know, around. Yeah, be the monkeys. But they're too busy singing to put anybody down. That's right. That's very true. Don't sue us. We don't have cash. <laughs> oh, the monkeys are good people. Uh, the one, the one guy's mom invented whiteout. Oh. Yeah, but fun fact, uh, they were like a wholly manufactured thing, so it's probably they're like corporate overlords that would be. That's ones. true. I guess, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. We love you, monkeys. Yeah, we do love the monkeys. Come to our defense, uh, Mickey Dolenz. <laughs> <laughs> Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Uh, not David Bowie. I know. That's why he's David Bowie. Because right. he was like, well, a monkey already got it. Yeah. That stupid monkey got there first. <laughs> I'll name myself after a knife. <laughs> well, you know why he chose, he wanted to name himself after a knife. This is true. Because I, I apparently, Jagger was a nickname for like a pocket knife. Oh. And so he thought Mick Jagger was like a stage name oh. based on a knife. And he's like, I thought I was doing that as well. That was because he looked real sharp. He does look real sharp all the fucking time. But when he first was uh, David Bowie in the hippie era, he was very like soft and, and uh, cuddly. Mm-hmm. His hair was oh, beautiful. Always, yeah. David Bowie always had the best hair. Yeah, yeah. so fluffy. So this is uh, the Banana Splits. Um, they are a children's show again, like yeah, ripping off the monkeys. So they're loosely a band. On the actual show, they would just kind of go do dumb, silly stuff. They'd be like, "Flegel, we're gonna go to the park," and they would go to the park and like just goof around, you know, do these little bits, and you know, somebody they, would get caught on the little push mirror around things yeah. that they took out of all the parks because it kills kids. Right? Yeah, real slapstick. Yeah, and there would be a lot of like added uh, post, uh, you know, sound effects, and like people would fall down a lot. Yeah. and there was like that Benny Hill like sped up uh, footage where like it looks like they're running around real fast, but they're c- probably kind of walking all right, like a normal speed. <laughs> That's kind of it. Like, the, you know, it was just kind of mindless children's entertainment from what I remember. Yeah. Again, I was pretty high. Yeah. Pretty high. Um, you were in your potato zone. Yeah. Pota- oh, baked. I just get you. fully baked. Yeah, fully. fully <laughs> pretty baked. young, but I'm pretty sure you're right when you say that. I'm sorry, you're Italian. Your ZD zone. Yeah, my ZD zone. Hey. <laughs> oh. Oh, welcome to the ZD zone. <laughs> So much matter matter. It's everywhere. <laughs> oh, you're entering a dimension of a noodles. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I could, though. I could, oh, I could improv a whole God. thing about ZD. Um, the banana splits. There's Flegel the dog, Bingo the orangutan, Drooper the lion, and Snorky the elephant. We're probably going to refer to them... <laughs> As kind of either one of those things at any given time. Yeah. So the dog does this or whatever, because, like, who can keep that garbage straight? <laughs> also, I don't think I can say their names with a straight face. Yeah. Flegel. Flegel is what Bingo's it sounds like when you kick Jerry Lewis in the, in the crotch. Oh, okay. Flegel. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Flegel. I was going to say, I, to me, it sounds like a klaxon. What's like a klaxon? Flegel? Flegel. Flegel. Oh, Flegel. Yeah. Which is weird, because Snorky is the one that communicates via, like, horn honks. Yeah. He's got, like, an old-timey, like, horn. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Snorky shuffle. 
Shuffle? Yes. Snorky Shuffle, like the Truffle Shuffle. <laughs> All right. Virtually indistinguishable as far as I'm aware. Uh, I feel like there's less belly in the Snorky Shuffle. I guess. It's more so just step into the side. Yeah. Yeah. And then to the other side. Shake jazz hands. Yeah, there yeah. is some jazz hands, that's true. I don't yeah. think I don't think Chunk from the Goonies did jazz hands. Nah, he could have, but that wasn't where did. you were looking. Yeah, yeah, that's not where the money is. <laughs> um uh, so I did want to mention one of the producers, I guess, of this, like one of the companies, production companies, is called Blue Ribbon. Oh, yeah. Um, and they had very cool, uh, like... They, they really did have really cool, like... The company open, card, yeah. yeah it's yeah. all, like, it's claymation, but it's, like, three different ways, and I was like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And, like, I don't, we don't usually, like, we've done 30-odd episodes, I don't think we've really ever commented on, like, the production company logos, but, like, no. this one was kind of fun. Yeah, most no. fun one I've seen. Yeah, um... Usually it's, like, a river or a mountain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was or, talking or about that TriStar one that freaks people out, like Beerman. <laughs> yeah, it does freak freak Brian out pretty badly. <laughs> and it jumps over the triangle. Yeah. And he apparently just like breaks out in a cold sweat. Yeah. Two things. One, you definitely just freaked out like five people. Well, is it the music or is it the weird slow motion horse? It's kind of both. Well, then maybe they're okay. A lot of people okay. were saying that the music gave them a sense of dread, <laughs> but that also <laughs> might have been it's because it's very of the upbeat horse. for a sense yeah. of dread. Yeah, but I'm just saying the horse really brings it down. Um, and then secondly, I almost understand the horse more. Yeah, mm, horses are creepy. It's a pale horse, like death rides. And secondly, I would like to reprise: Don't sue us. We <laughs> don't have cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's on TriStar. Yeah, it's no, true. With the yeah, because more lawyers that are they can't sue expensive. me for my acapella rendition of their theme i didn't even do the whole thing all we yeah. have is fair use yeah <laughs> oh i was talking about the like the look of this which i thought was very good and like again i thought it was pretty well directed it seems you know rough it seems amateurish but that adds to the charm like i don't think this would be a necessarily a better movie if it was more uh, smoother or, or more professionally directed or anything yeah I think some of the, you know, acting was like, all right, but not great. Um, But overall, I thought it was largely pretty good. Yeah, it didn't ruin my immersion at all. Even when, like, they had, like, questionable CGI. Yeah, there was some questionable effects. Yes. Some continuity, though, because they very obviously did a lot of practical effects. Yeah, most of their CG stuff, I think, was, like, erasing, you know, guide wires. Or, like, some blood. Yeah, a little bit of blood spray. Yeah, yeah. It didn't look real, but, like... Yeah, but mostly it's it's pretty practical effects, which, again, I admire. Um, yeah. I'm always for that. Uh, and largely pretty good. I mean, like, at one point, I think it's Flegel's walking around with the robot arm. It made no sense to me because it was, like, twice as long as the other arm. And it's, it's just, like, I get that it's a human, like, a human holding on to this robot arm. But, like, the robot arm's not articulate. It's not doing anything. He's not lifting anything with it in any of those scenes. So, like, he should just tucked his real arm in the suit. And they should have just sewed a fake robot arm to it that was the same length as his real arm. It would have been just as useful, which is to say, not at all. Yeah, or like strapped it to his elbow or something. I yeah, guess, you know? like anything would be. But it was just like, it was twice as long. It was like down to his like mid-knee. Yeah. And I was like, it's super noticeable too. I kept looking at it. And I was like, are they going to use the arm for anything? But nothing ever comes of it, really. No, it's pretty much just the like take my hand kind of bit. Yeah, yeah. and like that's all close up, so that's yeah. not even so the that same. That could have been some PA standing behind him with the arm on a stick. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like David Bowie in the labyrinth. There could have been a guy behind him with the arm, his arms through. Yeah, they do. That's how they do the contact juggling. Yeah. There's not a lot of market for them. <laughs> yeah, no, no. 
That was the one job. That guy took it. <laughs> yeah, oh man. You think that guy didn't have to buy his drinks for like a year? Or do you think like he oh. couldn't catch a cab oh. in contact jugglerville? Uh, is it like no, I don't know how backbitey the community is, no. <laughs> I'm actually I'm not curious. sure. <laughs> I'm curious. If you're a contact juggler, uh how petty is your whole thing? Yeah. Let us know. It's very uncommon. Uh, profession or hobby yeah the only reason i did it was because uh all my friends were in juggling club at central because i'm that sorry happened. did you say you started contact juggling because of peer pressure that's a very very unusual thing to say Something i've ever heard I, that sentence i mean i don't think it was pressure it was kind of like hey we're doing this thing I like to imagine, uh, like, a scenario where your dad is in your room and finds contact juggling balls in your sock drawer. He's like, whose are these? And you're like, I only started doing it because my friends did. I, I learned from watching you. Your dad's, like, doing perfect contact juggling. I, He's, like, transitioning from arm to arm. I do keep my acrylic ball in a knotted leg warmer. So So I'm not far off is what you're saying. The scenario I presented here is plausible. Yeah, well also it keeps it from it keeps it from getting nicked and instant blackjack. Instant blackjack. It's true, anyway, it breaks in. Yeah, I know. Like, let me show you some uh, contact juggling. Bacow! Buka The sound a gun makes. That's a callback. Uh, episode ten. Episode uh, 10. Scream. <laughs> so, the Banana Splits movie 100% takes place in a parallel universe, yes? Oh, God, yeah. Because the Banana Splits are not only still on the air, but very popular. <laughs> Apparently. Other than that, it yeah. is exactly like Earth. Man, that Twilight Zone, that ZD Zone thing I did earlier is kind well, of relevant. I mean, how do we know it's exactly like Earth? Because we're pretty much only at the main family's house and the studio. It's true. I, we don't know for sure it's exactly like Earth, but from everything we're shown, everything else is plausible for our Earth. They do have smartphones. And they have smartphones. Instagram Live. Uh, everybody's names are, you know, what we would consider like relatively normal names. Yeah. Maybe not Thad. Thad is, uh, it's on the end of the spectrum that is less normal. Yeah. Oh, this movie has a Instagram couple who live-streamed their proposal. Yeah. yeah. And their names were Thad and Poppy. Thad and Poppy, who, um, I, interestingly, so in, in something like this, I was expecting, and you kind of mentioned this, uh, Riley, when we were watching it, like, such and such a character, these people didn't get as much character development, I'm guessing they're going to be the first to die. And that's kind of what you expect from this. Also, they're kind of doing uh, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing, which I mean, we'll get to in more detail, but like, so again, I, I just thought they were going to be picking people off, which they are, but they kind of do more character development than I was expecting. Right. Like, yeah. they do more than the average teen slasher. Yeah. yeah. Like which... The yeah, surprise me. You yeah, know, like the family, like they get this whole arc. Like yeah, the family the, uh, has a whole lot going on. Yeah, no. um, yeah. But like even Thad and Poppy, mm -hmm. you start off not liking them. They're oh. pretty, um, they're they're obnoxious, and yeah. that's fine. The plot is that uh, a family is uh, it's a mother, stepfather, two sons, and then the the younger son, a friend of his, are all going to go see the Banana Splits for the youngest son's birthday. So you're introduced to Thad and Poppy in the line into the studio where one of the pages, whose name is Paige which is a gag. Um, she's taking everybody's phones, and Thad starts live-streaming, like you mentioned, and she goes, oh, actually, I'm sorry, there's no phones inside. And he's like, what? But I told all my followers, and she, like, burns them, and she's like... His 218 followers. 218 followers, which I was like... I mean, I have more than that, but, like, 
Not like a crazy amount more. Well, you don't live stream anything. That's true. I, I've never live streamed anything because I don't uh, I don't care for it. Um, Somebody who posts maybe once a month, I have twice the amount of followers. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's just like, all right. Um, and then, yeah, Poppy's like, don't worry, Thad. And sort of like shows him that she still has her phone and just, I thought she pocketed it, but she just kind of holds it not out <laughs> while, <laughs> while Paige is collecting phones. So then Paige yeah. walks past and then she's just clearly holding it. And I'm right. like, well, Paige, also- you're not really doing your job super well, Kenneth the page from 30 Rock would have definitely caught that phone. Well, also you had a problem because they weren't even doing a voucher system. Yeah, she was just like, sorry, uh, phones in the bags, please. And then she would like slip knot the top of the bag and that was it. How do you know whose bag is whose phone? Because it looked like none of the phones had any kind of case on it. No. So it was like you would have to open each bag and try to, like, open up the phone just to find yours, which just sounds like such an inconvenience. And I understand that, like, you know, this is not about that. Like, this movie is not about phone security. No. But, like, um, as somebody who's had their phone taken at, like, a couple of events and stuff, it's like, they always give you a voucher. Like, there's no way in hell they would not give you a voucher. It's like a coat check, but for an extension of your body. I mean, your phone. I mean, as we see later on, it's also very easy to just go and grab all the phones. If yeah, you they to. for for making a big deal about like no phones inside. Like yeah. as a story thing, it really doesn't come to much. No, it's a way to it, separate the shitty stepdad from the rest of the family, which is fine. Yeah, I feel like you didn't need to do all that legwork to get him to separate. And then other than that, I mean what comes of it. I mean, Thad uses Poppy's phone in the proposal scene and does that matter to any, like, in any way? I mean, like, they show the scene where all the phones are destroyed because yeah. Flegel does abracadabra. Yeah, Flegel, yeah. Flegel does magic, which yeah. I do not remember from the show, but seems legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I love those sets, by the way. That Yeah, no, the, they really It's like good. Flegel's magic shop set and the, like, a circus set are, like, both backstage, like, stored in the warehouse yeah. and, like, all the lights for them are on and, again, it's all, like, the same sort of, like, goldeny hue for a lot of it. Really liked those that yeah. whole backstage area set. Yeah. It was really good. It's very well done. Yeah, yeah, and like it was interesting and like visually it, it 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 stuck out. I think it's mostly just so that you know that like other people aren't running around not calling the cops with the phones right. that they have. Yeah, I guess yeah. they do show you that like the studio phone line is cut and yeah. also all of the phones that were surrendered are broken. Yeah, yes. no, that's fair. Yeah, that's, to Riley's it's, point, it's like horror movie stuff, you always have to deal with the cell. Phones. You always have to, yeah. yeah. But yeah. to, to Riley's point, there is no outside world. <laughs> Literally, the only thing that exists outside of the studio is the family's house. Um, I guess we should talk about them. And the you do, friend's house. Yeah, you do oh, see, well, house. Specifically you do see her Zoe's kitchen. house. Her kitchen, yes. Briefly, where her mom is, like, baking bread because everybody's doing Pinteresty baking around right? here. Because <laughs> when uh, Beth, the, mo- the, the, the... Family's mom. Yeah, yeah. Austin and um, Harley. Harley's Harley, mom. Yeah. Harley is the younger uh, brother. Austin is the older brother. Beth is the mom. Mitch is the dad. And Zoe is the friend. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Also, Harley is Mitch's kid, but Austin isn't. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's, uh, uh, Mitch is Austin's stepdad. He's not a great dad to either of the kids. God, uh, he's a pretty bad sport. So we open with a fake intro. It's the intro to the show. Yeah. And they're goofing around on stage yeah. and playing their instruments, and it sort of like pans out, and you're watching it on TV. And Beth has fallen asleep watching it, I guess, with Harley. And it's the night before Harley's birthday. Yeah. And then we kind of just like you know we we lay a little bit of track about like family dynamic and whatever, but none of it is yeah. super important. Yeah, yeah. So the next thing is Harley's 
birthday like it's, breakfast. Yeah, because it's they're doing that before they go. To yes, the, that's yeah, true. With his wonderful the, the unicorn show. cake. Yeah, yeah. I honestly yeah. want that cake. It looks good. His mom like is calling around because like his uh, friend that was supposed to go with them to the show the is flu. sick. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so uh, mom is like on the deck for whatever reason, like icing this cake that is already pretty gorgeous and then gets more gorgeous and pulls out that she's going to invite Zoe. Yeah, she just calls like another friend on the friend phone list or whatever. Yeah. And Zoe and Harley are not really friends. Yeah. So yeah, we get a brief scene of uh, Zoe in the kitchen with her mom and her mom's like, you're going to go. I I know you're not friends or whatever, but maybe he wants to be friends. Like, you should go. And Zoe's just like, no, he's weird. He believes in like fairies and he watches that kid show. But then later. Yeah, she's kind of like too cool for school. They're like, what, seven, eight, nine years old, something? I'm not good at age guessing. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. At that point, they're all the same age. At that point, but yeah, they're like they're they're young. Um, Austin, I think they say is like 19. He's like yeah, yeah, Yeah. he's not a kid anymore. But uh, Harley and and Zoe are definitely yeah, they're children. I will say, Zoe was such a gem in this movie. Yeah, Yeah. Zoe. um, This sassy little Spitfire of a child. Yeah, one of the better performances. Honestly, yeah, she was consistent as well. Maria Nash is yeah. the actress's name. Um, she's really she's good. Going places. Yeah. yeah, very like you know. I mean, like sassy, but good line delivery, and like has a little bit of an arc because yeah. she goes from being like, I really don't want to go to this birthday party thing, to like kind of encouraging Harley to like have a good time and like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm in it. Like, let's go, let's right. do this. And by which, the end, they're best cute. buds. Yeah, which is real cute, and yeah. I like it a lot. I love that. Because, again, for like a horror movie, especially a movie that's clearly like a cash grab kill fest. Yeah. To do any kind of character development, it's like, oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you did that. That, yeah. that makes it a movie. Like, some of the characters were very likable. Like, yeah, the kids yeah. were extremely Yeah, likeable. the kids were mostly pretty good. Harley was a little flat in some stuff, but not all the, not all the time. No, he's um, very sweet. Yeah, I'm real picky about child actors, and these were pretty good. Yeah, honestly, it was the adult actors that were bothering me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mitch sucks. Parker Mom is okay. okay. Parker's... Yeah, uh, yeah she's... Uh, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll talk about Parker. Her Aust- dad stank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Austin was just dry. Austin, was... who... I, I, I'm i gonna get to all the Bobos. This is a million Bobos. This movie is the movie of a million Bobos. Austin looked like if Jimmy Fallon was playing, like, your, your teenage nephew. <laughs> he has, like, Maybe. all the bangs in the world poking out from under this fucking, like, hat most of the time. But he was also... But he just kind of talks like this, like, all the time, no matter what he's saying or the situation at all. <laughs> like, when his uh, mom at one point had to save him, he was like... Just go, mom. Just go. Yeah, Kill yeah. Her. Literally, like they're gonna be murdered by killer robots. Right. He's like, "It's go. You're supposed to live." An hour earlier, he's like, "So, do you want to go out sometime to some girl and like anything?" Uh, Your Honor, I did not kill that man. <laughs> like it's the same nothing delivery yeah. all the time, which I don't think is the actor being bad. I feel like that was a direction. It's because it's so note perfect the same every time yeah. that I feel like the director was like, "It'll be funny. You're a disaffected teenager. Like lean into it." And I, I think he did a good job. I just think it's, it is it is funny. It's funny that he's just, like, all the time the same thing. Well, I think that's also why I thought he was a stoner, because at one point he's stealing money from Mitch's sock drawer. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, yeah. He's Which is why I thought, it. I actually thought he called Mitch bitch. Yeah. Because uh, Mitch pops out of the shower and he's like, hey, what are you doing over there? And he's like, oh, nothing, bitch. And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? I was like, oh, no, he said Mitch. My bad, my bad. 
And he's like, I was just looking for my other sock. Uh, I thought it might be with your sock. He's like, you weren't taking money from me? Because I can just give you money, you know. He's like, no. But again, uh, if a really, really wet man offers you money, do not take it. You do not need it that badly. Life lessons from Hate Watch, Great Watch. And he's already slippery. Is that really best case? We're going to play Grab the Mitch. Oh, no. No. $20 on the line. And then he gets down on all fours and he starts like, like running around. I feel like you can call child services at that point, though. 100%, yes. Well, no. I mean, Austin's 19. He's an adult. That's oh, true. That's shit. just two consenting adults having fun for money. Oh, God. He's probably Dubious got, consent. like, a... It consent. is. Uh, yeah. He's probably got, like, one of those shoebox tape recorder, uh, video recorders oh. and stuff in his room. Oh. This is the moment I've been waiting for, Mitch's cam. Oh, God. Oh. He's live streaming, too. Oh, my God. Hey, Mitch's followers. Tune in tonight and I'm going to show all the video of me, Austin, playing Catch the Mitch. Ugh. Catch little Mitch. Ugh. Blech. I just pictured him holding a uh, microphone up to his penis. (laughs) (laughs) Little Mitch, what do you have to say? Not much. Um. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. (laughs) Yeah. It's that. And it's horrible. Jesus. But he still has more followers than Thad. Uh. Right. (laughs) God. What if Thad have? 280? Yeah. Apparently it's not hard to do. Oh, so one important Harley's birthday thing of note is Austin gives him a wand yeah, uh, as a birthday present, which is like... Extendy. Yeah. So it kind of, I don't know, it looks like your average kind of um, like magical girl wand. It looks like, like a Sailor Moon wand or something kind yeah. of. It's got like just a round like design sort of like with three, three spikes at the end. Yeah, yeah it's sort of like yeah. a sun, but it's got like three pointy bits at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's of indeterminate color. I don't really remember. It was like... I thought it was gold, but yeah. then, like, it yeah. had some, some blue in it or something. the handle. On the handle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, but there's, like, apparently a button you can press on it, and it makes the, like, Wolverine claws shank sound. Yeah. The snicked. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it extends, says, like, a foot or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so when Austin gives it to Harley, he like goes, like... He, yeah, kind of like an umbrella, but an umbrella built for murder. And he, when he hands it to Harley, Harley's like, oh, it's the little wand. And he's like, press the button. And it goes, shink. And he goes, oh, cool. And I was just like. All of us were like, "Yeah, somebody's going to die yeah. with this later. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all independently wrote, like, important dumb wand. Yeah, it was the most obvious case of foreshadowing. Yeah, and they, yeah. they call it back, like, just before it gets used again. And I was like, right. you did not need this callback. Because, no. like, no one in the world could possibly forget about this wand. I've been waiting the whole movie. Yeah, you've been waiting for it. I actually thought it was going to be, like, the climactic, like, I, save the world I was kind of hoping Harley was going to use I, the wand. I thought them yeah. showing it again was to just remind you, like, he's still got it with him. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I he mean, I guess. He left in the car, but he's got the wand. I guess, but I think, like, there's other ways to have done that without yeah. without showing you. I think it would have been maybe more effective if you see it as the, like, short wand again, and then you kind of maybe, 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 probably not forget that it's going to, you know, extend into someone's brain case. Yeah. Or uh, even just, like, have them drop it. Yeah, at any second. point, yeah. Yeah. No, my wand. Yeah, but yeah. it's fine. I mean, it's it's super obvious, but, like, it's not. There's nothing in this movie that's, like, subtle. Awesome. Like, no. just like, here you go, little buddy. Another here you case go. of. Happy you know, birthday. You're the only brother I'll ever have, and I'll love you forever. Thanks, bro. Yeah, he's like, thanks. <laughs> I might be a better actor than you already. <laughs> You know, another case of very, very not subtle foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's uh, there's a real lack, lack of subtlety to the Banana Splits horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> that 
be an embarrassing way to die. Oh, yeah, I love that. Said by Mitch. Yeah, so, um, is there anything else before we get to the studio? Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about, really? Nothing? No, I don't think so. So we, yeah, we, we cut to the uh, studio line. I mean, they get there, you know, whatever. They get in line. And we This is where we meet all the other characters that are going to be important. So that's Page the Page. There is a guy, I did, uh, you said his name was Jonathan? Yes. Yes. I just referred to him as Stage Mom Dad. Yes, me um, too. That's what he is. And his daughter is Parker. You know, we meet her. She's chewing on her hair in line. And he goes, Parker, don't chew on your hair. Uh, you know, I just paid X amount of money for that blowout or whatever. And, you know, you're going to be a star or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I get it. We get your, we got it. And that's where we meet Thad and Poppy. Mm-hmm. That's everybody, right? I mean, there's, there's other audience members and there's another page and stuff, but none of them matter. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's not about- a page name page, but like a page as in... In yeah, yeah, another uh, studio page. Yeah, he's a, a red shirt. A yeah, he page. definitely is. Yeah. A gets a good death. Page. He gets a cool death though. It's he a does. memorable death. It's it fun. Is. Yeah, you get a few uh, other characters later on, but that's it for like all the audience members. And yeah, stuff yeah, um, yeah. That's when we get the foreshadowing that uh, Riley you were talking about. Yeah. So at one point, while they're in line waiting to get in, the banana splits are in their little car and they're driving. The banana buggy. Banana, banana buggy. buggy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so in the Harley- four seater. Yeah. But no, and Harley decides it's a great moment to step right in the path of it, just <laughs> waving. Isn't he going like, you know, Snorky? Yeah, he's like, Hi, Snorky. And he's not at all moving. This car is not showing any signs of stopping and it stops right in front of him, just about to hit him. It's like, a good shot too. It is. I really was not yeah. sure if they were gonna hit this Honestly, kid right out of the I game. Was, the bumper's like an inch from his kneecap. Right. Yeah, I mean it's very just, sh- it's yeah. a special yeah. effect shot and everything, yeah. but like I really was not sure they were gonna stop. Obviously. But no, I was like, like, are they gonna hit this kid like in <laughs> moment ten? Wow. Yeah. Alright. But no, like the mom, she pulls him out of the way, the dad's like on his phone. Dad's always Mitch, on his phone. Mitch, yeah. Yeah. Beth's just like our kid almost got hit and he was just like, Oh, that be an embarrassing way to die. Yeah. I was and like, and we all went, fuck you, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's such an asshole. For like he really the third is. time in the first ten minutes. My biggest problem with Mitch as a as an actor, his performance is whatever, it's fine, because he's, he's supposed to be unlikable and he does it great. He's the least memorable actor maybe I've ever seen in my life. I feel like he looks like the models for um, how they've been arguing that all of the uh, video game um, protagonists all yes, look alike. Yes, holy shit, yes. He should play every fucking like, pre-customization character in a movie. Every video game yeah. movie should have a scene where you customize the avatar, but it should start as Mitch, and then should turn into whatever actor yeah. or actress you've hired. See, white, I was going to say he looked like every stubble. single Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yes, yes. 100%, yeah. Corral of nothing white guys. Yeah, yeah. indistinguishable white men. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Another thing to note about this movie, it didn't really have any gratuitous nudity. The only Yeah, no, for like of... a for a trashy slasher type yeah. thing, it really didn't have Yeah, nudity, that was like the was only good. real yeah. fanfare. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. the only topless scene is Mitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. And I mean, like, you know, Beth rips her sweater off as like an emblem of I'm going to be empowered. She's cool. But like, yeah, she's yeah, got that's, a tank on underneath it. Yeah, that's her like, that's her like, like Linda yeah. Hamilton moment. That's right. her yeah. Sigourney Weaver and Alien yeah. moment. You know, like, like Poppy's got like this big fur coat on most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, yeah, so, she's like, pretty yeah, covered up. You yeah. really don't get anybody doing. Yeah, there's not even like cleavage yeah. or yeah, there's no yeah. Gr- there's no gratuitous anything. Page is just in the page outfit. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, wow. So Page, huh. Page is probably my favorite. Page and Zoe is a toss up my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I really liked both of them, and I like both their performances because yeah. she was very good. Not only her character, but like her performance was really good. Yeah, her name is Naledi. Majola. 
Very good. Good performance, good line delivery, and yeah, her character is kind of yeah, her character is kind of take no nonsense and yeah. like Hell she yeah. delivers a couple lines really, really well. Yeah, puts the button on a couple of scenes really yeah. nicely. Like yeah. that bit where she's dealing with Jonathan asking for the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, she's she's good. Yeah, um, yeah. she's got good timing. Yeah. Uh, my one note around here when they're pulling in before I, they actually get in the line is they meet the security guard for the studio. Yeah. Who uh, he does the like Harley leans up into the front seat with his wings on. He's wearing like fairy wings on his back, big butterfly wing type things, and he's like, "Do you work here? Do you know the banana splits? Are you friends with the banana splits?" And he goes, "Yeah, you know, at night sometimes I see the banana splits cruising around in their banana buggy." My only note for this is that should have been Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, kinda, yeah. <laughs> like it would he would have really fucking sold that part. Nothing against this actor, he did a fine job. But I was like, if you were Joe Bob, I'd like this movie like a hundred percent more. It's a good role because it's just this scene, and then he pops up a little later dead. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah, I mean his death was fun. Where yeah, his death was fun. Standing there, he's like, hello. And his head rolls off. Yeah, who was that? Uh, it was Mitch. Is it Mitch? Yeah. yeah, Mitch, like, he's like, yeah. you gotta help me. And he, like, shakes him from behind, and his head just, like, rolls off, yeah. and his throat's been cut clean Wait, through his whole neck. This is a good segue into a callback yeah. to that yeah, line. Yeah, Mitch is ironic. Uh, it's not his death. We thought no. it was his death, but spoilers, Mitch survives to the end. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, after the filming, um, he leaves to go take a phone call. He has to go find his cell phone because they took all the phones. And then he's going to go make a phone call for business reasons, quote unquote. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But So he's outside and then, um, it, who who's in the banana Snorky. buggy? Snorky. Is it Snorky? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So it's it's Harley's favorite banana split is like, you're a bad, he doesn't say this, but he's like, you're a bad person, Mitch. And I'm going to kill you with my car. He might have <laughs> honked a couple of times and that would have been the subtitle. They should have given him subtitles. <laughs> I already referenced 30 Rock, but on 30 Rock when uh, the when the Philly, Philly fanatic, fanatic is there. It's like, it's like, you have to help me. I'm an undersea prince. No, it's, you have to help me. I'm an undersea king. I'm an undersea my, king. I need to stop my daughter's marriage to the squid lord. <laughs> it's great. And then oh, Tina Fey fucking spikes us. the camera and just yeah. smiles like, I, I got this on the air. I did this. And I was like, yep, you're the best. <laughs> um, yeah, they should have given him subtitles. That's a missed opportunity that that would have been very good all right because they so i i couldn't figure it out uh with the banana splits as characters like they really don't talk much throughout the bulk of the movie when they're on stage they have some dialogue and then when they're off stage they largely don't they do the michael myers like they stand there you get those like batman inception music stings like kind of to to startle you but they're not that many just a couple um and they really don't talk until like the third act when they don't shut the fuck up like they talk all the time well i think riley pointed out that they were probably just rehashing lines from the show and stuff but then it started to get what seemed weirdly specific but like i mean you could take the logical leap that all those things are somehow relevant to the show because none of it is inherently menacing so in addition to the four banana splits there's stevie who is a human who's kind of like the mc you know, and he has to come out and, and sort of play around with yeah. him, and, and he's their co-host, their co-star. Yeah. So at the end, um, they have fucking, uh, we're, we'll get to it, but they killed Stevie, and they bring him back on stage at the end, they bring his corpse back on stage, and then fucking burn him yeah. <laughs> with, like, a flame jet. Right. Um, but then so, they say, like, oh, Stevie shouldn't smoke. Yeah, it's like, smoking's Ste- Smoking's bad. bad for you, Stevie. And you were like, I mean, I guess there was an episode where Stevie tried smoking, and right. I was like, yeah, I guess it's, you're right. Like, It was so yeah. weirdly specific. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they could have at least, like, shown that beforehand. Or something, like, it, or just let them talk. 
Right. Like, they don't have to, like, talk, 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 like, all the time. But, like, yeah, just let them be like, no one gets out alive. You know, like. Honestly, like, if you cut that one quip, the rest of it works much better. Yeah, I felt like they kept saying the same thing over and over. Yeah, Yeah, they said stuff. A lot of it was foreshadowed when they actually see the show. Yeah. Yeah, they say, like, it's time to get sloppy. And, like, he went down to Hammertown. (laughs) You know, like, it's almost over. Yeah. And, like, all that sort of stuff, which they just bring back. Which, But but that fucking Stevie line was so weird and very, very, very specific. But, yeah, I mean, also, they do the, like, you know, uh, time to get the mail. And that's... Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say before they burn Stevie. And I'm like, what would the point of that be? They're just, like, trying to rehash the show. And I'm like... Oh, it's to also introduce us to that, like, what that tube does for later. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I get it, but that could have been maybe handled a little more succinctly. Yeah. But, you know. Well, actually, honestly, like, again, now that I'm, like, looking back at it, the only problem line really is that, like, you know, shouldn't smoke Stevie line is a little... Well, also... Yeah. And I, I'm sure it's from the show, the weird, um, it's like a Dr. Seuss kind of horn thing that the male comes out of. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which they reference when the kids are off on their own at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. Where oh, yeah, the yeah the yeah. Male, uh, mailbox. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they wait in line, they get in, you know, they see a production of the show, which besides the obstacle courses or anything else, I mean, like, well, okay. we just mentioned, they That's, say a bunch of things that will come back later, well, actually, but... before they even, like, start the show and stuff, the banana splits go to um, Carl, who is... The mechanic, their, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, their robot father. Yes. And Carl says something about, like, you almost hit a kid, I should check your reflexes and stuff, and that's when, um... Yeah, who's Flegel, the Flegel? Uh, oh, no, it was, um... Or no, no, sorry, no, it was Drooper. Yeah. It was Drooper, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so he, um, gets put into, like, this thing and stuff like that, and gets his, like, software audited, sure. basically. He gets Terminator yeah. eyes... Yeah. It's the red glowy eyes. And he's late to the start of the show. Uh, the other, you know, the other three uh, banana splits get called out and they come out, you know, in, in perfect uh, working order and everything. And then they have to improv a thing where they're like, oh, Drooper got caught in Mr. Whoever's fence again. We're going to have to get him. Stalling for time. Well, yeah. And then, well, then they just go to scene two and he's ready and, you know, everything's fine. Yeah. But uh, that ties into Stevie. Yeah, so the other thing is we're introduced to Stevie, who is their co-host and stuff. Yeah, Stevie appears to be backstage like... Oh, so wait. No, no, before this, we find out that the show is fucking canceled. Yes, that's Um, true. What is that dude's name? Andy. 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 He's their their new boss. Yeah, Yeah. he's the president of programming. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He says, I'm the president of programming. Um, (laughs) I just got promoted. He just got a promotion. So he tells... Uh, Rebecca, who's producer, yeah. of the Banana Splits, that her show is now going to be canceled. This is her last episode. Everybody pack up everything. We're going to... It's a slash and burn. It's all gone. Yeah. Yeah, He's going to sell yeah. the tech, and they're going to use the sets, and, like, it's all going. Yeah, yeah. it's our last taping. Yeah, um, yeah, and she's like, we have tapings booked for, like, weeks, and he's like, not anymore. You're one and done. You're done now. I yeah. will say, is the most unrealistic. Yeah. Because it's like, she even said herself, like, the show's popular. Like, why are you pulling the plug? He's like, I want to do cool and edgy stuff. It's like, network don't mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. he wants the Snyder cut. Right. It's like, <laughs> networks don't care if it's cool or edgy. As long as it makes some money, yeah, then yeah. it's going to stay. He's like, no, I'm going to turn CBS into Spike TV. Right? It's just like, no Yeah, no, it's real silly. It doesn't make any sense. Like, literally everybody between him and her would say, no, this is a bad idea and you kind of can't do it. If it was CBS, they'd keep the show because it's where you can see the banana splits. Oh, CBS. I get it. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. 
CBS. See the banana splits. And on nothing CBS. else. Yeah. CBS, the all banana splits network. <laughs> Say goodbye to Jag. I don't know if that was on CBS. That was my guess. <laughs> that was my shot in the dark. No, CBS has uh, the new Star Trek and the new Twilight Zone. Man, that's the third Twilight Zone reference. Oh. Full circle. I mean, they had Big Bang Theory. Oh, was which that is, CBS? Yeah, which is even further proof. Doesn't matter the quality as long as yeah. it makes money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody Bazenga. should totally. <laughs> Bozonga. Somebody don't should totally. Don't us. We don't have cash. But Bozongo. Somebody should totally make this movie again, but with the cast of the Big Bang Theory. We have the main. Like, it's like ro- they're like mascot <laughs> versions of all those fucking fake nerds. Yes. I'm big. I'm big foamy Johnny Galecki. <laughs> So you have Sheldon the turtle, and I don't know any. Of no, the no, other it's names. like it's like More a human, lingo. it's like a human mascot. Yeah, but yeah, oh, okay. it's like a yeah. Hey, it's looking. me. Yeah, hey, it's me, Sheldon. Welcome to the show. Big, big bang, biggity bang. <laughs> We're gonna drive around in the Big Bang mobile. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and they just kill children <laughs> for two hours. Wasn't the Big Bang mobile the thing that that guy was driving in the first Kill Bill? No, it was the pussy wagon. Pussy no, wagon. I know. <laughs> yeah, the big bag mobile was in the shop. Ah, fair. It had to be dry cleaned. It was a rental. <laughs> Sorry, did you say it was a rental? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking dark. Yeah. That's so gross. Ooh. That's Ooh. so gross. I love it. I mean, Holy the guy shit. driving it was real fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriate. <God>. <laughs> if somebody offers you money and they're naked and wet or offers to let you drive the big bang mobile <laughs> you say neither no neither of these you do not need the money that badly <laughs> that you want to do yeah boy unless the orphanage is closing <laughs> you don't need the money that badly oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um, so yeah the, the show's canceled only Rebecca knows it at the time. So I thought that there was maybe like a, a, a drop scene or like maybe we we're just supposed to assume that like she told everybody because when we see Stevie backstage, he's getting hammered and not coming out on stage. Or I actually thought like maybe as the scene progressed, that would be his thing like, well, I just talked to Andy and we're not going to be a show anymore. So fuck it, who cares? I'm drinking this scotch. Yeah. But no, no apparently that's just out, his backstage ritual. Yeah. Turns out Stevie just gets hella wasted in between his scenes. And but also he, sexually harasses the page. Yeah, he gets, he gets, and that's the thing, is like it. I mean, that's what they do, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He, but yeah, he gets real. They're there real, to get you lunch and be sexually harassed. She had clothes on, and you know, clothes are only there to make me think about what's under the clothes. Uh, but fun <laughs> fact, Stevie, we watched a little a brief like documentary, like behind the scenes yeah, thing. Yes, Stevie's, we did. Stevie's, uh, I guess, British. Yeah. Yeah. He does a really good American accent. Yeah, he does. He, I didn't even notice. Yeah. So we were talking about the ZD Zone, and actually, a couple of people working on this have British accents in the behind the scenes. Yeah, or uh, some of the, well, some of the dancers in the Banana Splits costumes, like, apparently they used all dancers for the yeah. Banana Splits. Um, some of them, uh, I think, sounded like South African. I was yeah. gonna say that, but so maybe it's the Crumpet Zone? The Crumpet Zone, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, it's-a me, Rod Serling. <laughs> oh yes! <laughs> I was You're hoping you'd do it and you did the it. the <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a me, Rod Serling. It's fucking kind of great. It's amazing. <laughs> so, but yeah, Stevie's getting hammered. But he does say one of my favorite lines of the whole movie. Oh, so Because good. it's so up his own ass. He goes, if they can wait 
for the banana split, they can wait for me. He says, they wait for the puppets. Oh, They puppets. can wait for me. Yeah. but it, yeah, He doesn't even give them the respect of calling, yeah, calling them, them by them. their official name. They had to wait because Drooper was getting his update. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, well, if they'll wait for that, then they'll wait for me. And it's like, Stevie, you are drastically overestimating how important you are. This yeah. is not called the Banana Splits and Stevie movie. I did not know there was going to be a Stevie. Not yeah. Oh, I was shocked when I saw Stevie. But good performance. Yeah. Yeah, a lot they of fun. just get a woman to replace him, Stevia. And She's the Stevie alternative. Stevie alternative, yeah. <laughs> and I will say, he probably had the most fun death scene. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, we see the n- new boss who I described in my notes as an Oscar Isaac type. This guy definitely has shown up to every audition that is asking for an Oscar Isaac type. He's fine. I mean, he's fine in this. He only has, like, one scene, really, one and a half scenes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's smoking a cigar awkwardly. Yeah. And making, like, power phone call man uh, business times. Yeah, he's just, like, as if he just started his own, like, tech startup company. Yeah, Yeah, his, like, real, like, kind of swanky office is just, like, right off the hallway from everything else. Yeah. Everything in this whole complex is just like located in one big twisty hallway. Yeah, yeah. Which well, they kind of lampshade. It's well, they, yeah. They say it's Studio One. It's the oldest studio. You know, yeah. I don't know. There's like a bit of like yeah. The security like guard that. is like you make yeah. two lefts and a right and then a left and a right or whatever, and you're just like okay. <laughs> yeah, honestly, also watching some of the extras as we're driving through the lot was a lot of fun because they they have you know people walking around like costumey because it's supposed to be like a lot Functioning, where they're doing yeah, a bunch of film like lot. filming yeah yeah it's good good background yeah. which of the banana splits uh, kills or well takes the boss guy what's his name I think it's Bingo because in the next scene they're back on the stage and I was just like how did he get there so quick what's that guy's name Andy Andy yeah, yeah. so it's Bingo yeah. he comes and like just kind of appears swooshes well, him away. Yeah, he gets, like, dragged it, off screen. Is it just I, Bingo? Because, like, I know he opens the curtain and Bingo's outside the glass, and I thought a different one maybe, like, grabbed him. Oh, maybe. You're probably right, honestly. But, uh, either I way, he just I gets, like... I didn't write down anything. I just said... I was just curious, uh, yeah. yeah. It's not important. was the yeah. continuity of that, like... Yeah. How would he get there so quick? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's like, because then the next, they just cut immediately to the stage and they're all there. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah. One of them, he, one of them drags him off, off screen. And I was like, oh, he, it's like the first kill's an off screen kill, but it comes back at the yeah. end that he's not. Um, dead. also around this time, too, uh, Austin bribes Paige the page. Uh, basically, yeah. like they were doing this thing where. This if, Willy Wonka thing, yeah. Yeah. If your mission ticket has stars on the back, you get to meet the banana splits as just kind of a random yeah. thing. And it's everybody that we met in line, like everybody was given any kind of character development right. except for Harley and the family. Yeah. So yeah, he Yeah, he Austin goes and is like, Hey, you know Hey, I just little, my brother's yeah, my really brother's cool. Birthday. He's the biggest fan yeah, and blah, blah, I don't blah. act. But Paige yeah. is really into it. So she's like, yeah. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. I got you covered. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take the twenty dollars. Yeah, he offers her the twenty dollars. Yeah, he's straight up like, Mitch's sock I stole twenty dollars from my stepdad's sock drawer. It's such a weird thing to announce. Like Yeah, yeah, just yeah. give her the money and don't tell her where you got it. Right. It's like <laughs> on top of that, like you could tell like they have this whole love Yeah, yeah, they're, thing they're, going they got on. the flirty eyes. Yeah. I As, would not be impressed if you told me you stole money from your stepdad. But as, ladies love a bad boy, and that's Hunter, what this movie. Not that bad. No, because <laughs> that's not like cool bad boy. No. It's not like it's like it's not I'm like loser. yeah. I, ro- I knocked over a liquor store and I stole this twenty dollars. It's like I took it from my stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cool. No, you're just a loser. 
I mean, hey, I found the Xanax on the ground. Do you want to <laughs> do it? That would work. In would that work? It would. In yeah. certain neighborhoods, yes. I know people. Certain that neighborhoods, would, yeah, a lot would. of things are like, ooh, floor zannies. Those are the best kind. You go to the right college party, it would work. Yeah. yeah. Um, you go to the right also, college party, you just find a lot more floor zannies. Right. We were chit chatting before <laughs> ooh, the Zanny show, bars. and you ooh, were Zanny talking bars. about uh, telling a girl that uh, uh, Kutchner, Kutztown, Kutztown, yeah. uh, Kutz is. Pennsylvania Dutch. Is, yeah, Pennsylvania Dutch, German, that, you know, origin for, for vomit. It's a, it's like a, I guess it's a slang term. I don't think it's like the proper word, but it's like a slang term. Like maybe yeah. it's like puke. Yeah. But yeah, it's a slang term for vomit. So every time we have to drive upstate for my family reunion through Kutztown, my dad <laughs> mentions, you know, Kutz is a, it means vomit. And in my head, I'm always like, vomit town. <laughs> <laughs> now entering vomit town. Now leaving vomit down. I was like, well, that was fun. But you said you told a girl at a club that, and then she wanted to make out with you. Yeah, I was, uh... So my, yeah. my argument yeah. is simply, sometimes it does not matter what you say. It's true. Just that you said something. It's true, but I, w- I was pretty high on acid, so I think I was really... <laughs> I was kicking out some real serious vibes. I had the Kavorka. The lore uh-huh. of the animal. <laughs> Those blown out pupils are so hot. No, I had sunglasses on. Oh. I was dressed as Hunter S. Thompson, so it was a full thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a goth night, um, so I stuck out like a sore thumb because I had like a white <laughs> linen suit on with a like red Hawaiian shirt with music notes all over it. I was chewing on a Bic pen with sunglasses and a bucket hat. Yeah. And we made out. It was fun. So, uh, we... <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't a Zanny, it was a Zyrtec. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. My heartburn's gone. <laughs> I feel so much better now. I can go back to the ZD zone. <laughs> My discount card's one punch away from a free ZD. <laughs> now it's become a theme restaurant, which I think is better. <laughs> God. I think the ZD Zone as like a Twilight Zone themed Italian eatery is somehow better than the original concept. Oh Jesus. my god. <laughs> oh, uh, and then we suss out that the blogger dude uh, Thad is going to propose yeah. because he asks Poppy like, hey your parents watch your Instagram feed right? And she's like, yeah, why? And he's like, nothing. And you're like, yeah. oh well why else would he give a shit about that? Right. He One of two reasons. Either A, he wants them to see him propose to her, or B, he doesn't want to see him ask her for sex backstage. One of those is true. Unless, you know, he's planning on uh, broadcasting. Yeah, he's going to live, live that, stream it. Right. You can live stream on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I knew you could do it on Facebook. I didn't know. I don't use Instagram. Yeah, yeah I know. You're better off not. Grandma's got well, some I've, knitting to do. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma's got some knitting to do. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere near the social medias. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, so this is, uh, we, the, the, I believe the next thing that happens is Stevie's death. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they do, um, the, the end of the show is rock out and Stevie gets taken Yeah, they taken spin out the wheel Drooper. of endings. Yeah. Um, which has stuff on it that says, like, banana split. One is something called, like, fast dash or something. Yeah. One is rock out. Yeah. I'd have to go back and, like, look No, no, yeah, I didn't, I didn't note them yeah. all. I just remembered yeah. a couple, yeah. yeah. I don't even think it matters. No, no. You know them yeah. all. The only two that uh, ever come up are banana split and rock out. Yeah. yeah. And apparently rock out's the only one that ever comes up in the show in yeah. canon of the movie. Yeah, yeah, they just, and then they just play the banana split song and fucking rock out on stage. Yeah. La, 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 tra, la, la, la. 
and Stevie's hammered, banging a tambourine. And at one point, uh, is it Drooper? Yeah. It's Drooper. Is playing like guitar and like does like a spin and fucking takes Stevie out of the knees and he's just like fucking <laughs> Was busts Stevie, his ass. Was Stevie like on standing on an amp? He's or standing something? on an amp, yeah. yeah. And then he just like busts his ass. He's laying there on the stage and it was just like oh, a bunch of kids just watched this grown man get a concussion. All right. Yeah. Yep. Rad. Okay. Paige takes uh, Harley and his family on their way out and is like, you know. Yeah, she does the good, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, like, the good employee thing of like. On yeah. your birthday? Yeah. yeah. I don't think did so. You, did you really think that the Banana Splits didn't want to meet their biggest fan on uh, on his birthday? Right. Yeah, because she does the whole thing of like, where are you going? And he's like, well, we're leaving because we don't have stars on our tickets. Yeah, it's, he's Charlie yeah. Bucket. Yeah. 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 It's 100% that. Yeah. yeah. So many Willy Wonka parallels. Yeah, yeah, it's 100% that. It's very cute. It would be obnoxious, it would be annoying, it would be, you know, frustrating if it mattered. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's just in there, like, just kind of to add a dimension. Like, it it gives you more dimension on Paige's character. Like I said, a lot of character development for these characters that, like, largely wouldn't matter in another movie. But, yeah, it gives you more dimension on Paige, Mitch... Austin oh, yeah, yeah. and Harley. Yeah, the family as like, a whole, I was going to say. And, and I Paige. mean, Beth, Beth and Zoe don't really have a lot to do with that, but Mitch is like off, you know, yeah, well, on Mitch, his phone. Mitch is like, oh, we have to stay long. Yeah, oh, no, he actually says, he's like. He's going to look for Austin, but no, he no, no. doesn't. Really... He actually says, oh, well, Zoe has to get home. And Zoe goes, I don't have to be home yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes, ugh. Yeah. All right. That's and then true. he turns to Beth. He's like, I have to go make a phone call. That's true. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you get a lot from everybody with this being the situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like I said, like, it would ma- it would be annoying if it mattered to the plot or whatever. If you're just like, oh, well, you just stole the plot device from a different movie. But they're not using it to move the plot along because the plot's nothing. Yeah. They use it to develop the characters, which yeah. is interesting. It's an interesting tack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. And then, yes, Stevie fucking gets it. So... So yeah. you really liked this. Uh, I did. did. you want to you want to talk about it? A little bit. All right. So like basically Stevie's back in his dressing room and it's uh Drooger, I think. Yeah, it's Drooger. Um is that his name? Drew? Drooper. Drooper. No. Wow, I really don't the know lion. his name. Drooper. Yeah, yeah. The lion. Yeah. I'm just going to call Drooper. him the lion. Yeah. That's fine. So Drooger. Like, He's a uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> Alex yeah, the Larges. He's one of my <laughs> droogies. This is Ivan and Druger. <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's the four dudes and a big lion. <laughs> they all have the white onesies with the fucking suspenders and the bowler hats. Yeah, and he has his stupid glasses. And He's got the, yeah and a cane. See, I was like, oh Druger, like Ruger, like the me Druger. Yeah, like Ruger Hauer. No, Rutger Hauer. Ruger Hauer. <laughs> R.I.P. Ruger Hauer. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, so it's the lion, and he's just like, you know, like, basically just kind of like, fuck off, like, we're canceled. And yeah, um, he makes a, Stevie, again, because they're robots, and everybody knows they're animatronic, like, robot things, it's weird that he is talking to them. Yeah. To be fair, well, he's, he's extremely bad. drunk. He is yeah. drunk, yeah, he is drunk, but yeah. he's kind of being like, didn't you hear we're canceled? And it's like, it's a ro like, okay, but if you worked at fucking, like... Anyway, worked at a McDonald's, and they're like, we're shutting your location down. Would he get, like, shit-hammered and come back and yell at the register and be like, Hey, didn't you hear? Hey, Cashy. Hey, I Cashy. never liked you. I never liked you. The keys are sticky, the and they can't get the The third from the bottom button always never worked, yeah. and I never knew why. His monitor connection is faulty, and I don't like it. 
you're my least favorite. And then he turns to he turns to like the deep fryer. He's like, but I love you. We should run away together. <laughs> but yeah, it's just weird. It's like it, right. It would not be the deep fryer. It might be the deep if, fryer. If 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 you're talking like I food mean, service, it is not the deep fryer. I mean, Stevie might love is, the deep fryer. I mean, it you is. You don't deep. know. So lion, whatever. He turns around. He goes to his mirror, fucks around there, and the yeah. lion grabs this lollipop, like big ass one. You know, it's what uh, Stevie would have when he would ride yeah, in dressed like a little kid. Right. Yeah, part of his bit is to come in like on a tricycle, like... You know, yeah. 50s boy sailor suit yeah. kind of thing. That's actually another good line. That's actually Mitch's like best line, because he goes, <laughs> Is that adult dressed like a child? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like actually pretty good. Yeah. So he grabs the lollipop, and he whips Stevie around and shoves it down his throat and this really good effect like yeah. you could see it like bulging in his throat and like yeah. blood gushing out and like it was really good yeah. it's well, like I also I thought he I was gonna it's... go stick first and he yeah. went pop first and right. I was like that's so much more interesting yeah. and it's not as gory or anything as it could be right. like it just goes in his mouth they don't address like how this thing that is much bigger than his mouth fits and then there's like maybe some CG as his neck bulges, and then Probably. it's but then it's like a prosthetic yeah. of his like big like stretched out neck, and he's just kind of there like uh 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 uh, and then yeah, all this blood like guys not not a crazy amount, but like shoots out of his mouth. It's not really so much a geyser really just... as like the little f- table fountain at your dentist's office. Yeah, it's, it's like a little like, like blurt blurt blurt. Yeah, yeah. kind of like a chocolate fountain. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah I, I guess Drooper is like rotating it to crush his throat yeah. or whatever. And, yeah, and yeah. I was like, ooh, ooh, oh, ooh. Yeah, it was really sudden yeah. and out of nowhere. It just yeah. like caught me off guard. I was just like, oh shit. Well, yeah. Also, we had a couple of times before here where you thought you were really going to see some violence yeah. and it doesn't happen. Exactly. And now this one feels very out of nowhere, mm-hmm. kind of, because we've had false alarms. Yeah, before. we finally, yeah. We've been lulled into a false sense of security, only to have that snatched away via lollipop yeah yeah and it was just like i feel like they did that very well and it made the build up that much better yeah Yeah, it was good and the effects were good and it was gory and like splattery in a way that was like fun without being like gratuitous or like in a way that would turn people off like yeah even though there's blood and whatever and like it's a horrific thing to think about you could show this like movie and this scene as the first kill like at a party like with mixed company and it would just kind of be like gross and fun yeah yeah like i have a story about uh almost crushing my larynx that hunter hates oh boy hate that yeah oh geez um do you want to tell it i mean i could curious i could oh it's extremely dumb oh boy (laughs) so i love those kinds of stories so this is gonna be great oh so, um, I can, I can tell you also pretty specifically that I was probably 14 or so when this happened. My friends and I, you know, used to do random shit in the afternoons and stuff like that. So I mean like play basketball or soccer in the alley or whatever. So this afternoon we were limboing near a low brick wall. It was maybe about like three feet high. So, you know, you take turns, you go under a stick and stuff. When I stood up, I got kind of a head rush and fell forward neck first onto the corner of the brick wall and fell back onto the ground. And I was trying to, like, tell them to go get somebody because I thought I might have crushed my windpipe, in which case I would have been dying on the sidewalk. (laughs) And 
because I had had like a sudden hit to the neck, I couldn't talk. So I'm, I guess my face is all red and I'm just making kind of like <coughs> noises. Mm. So they're sort of standing over me and laughing and I'm like, shit, I might, I could die here and they're just going to stand here and laugh until that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I finally recover enough to just sort of like horse, hoarsely whisper out, like, just like get somebody's mom. And so, yeah, they ran and they got my mom and stuff. And by the time she got there, I had like kind of caught my breath and stuff where I could talk normal ish. But anytime I swallowed, it sort of felt like something was like rubbing weird in my throat. So, you know, my mom got my pediatrician to do like an emergency like meeting with me and he checked my neck out and stuff. And he was like, you didn't actually do any like serious damage. That sensation you're feeling is probably just like bruising and swelling and that will dissipate, but it looks like everything's actually intact. He was like, yeah, you could have crushed your windpipe doing that. And I'm like, yeah, I was afraid of that. And he was like, so what do you want me to put on your chart? And I'm like, I, I mean, it was a limboing accident. And he's like, so I should just put limboing accident? And I'm like, well, that's what happened, unless you have like a technical term for that. So when my family moved to North Carolina when I was 15, we had to submit our medical records to our new schools. But there was a sheet talking about my limboing accident. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, he actually did write that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to write? Like, yeah, throat trauma. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. yeah that's yeah, terrifying. He was though. like, yeah, it's a hard surface and it's a weird angle and you could have done that wrong. So Anything with good. the throat really gets to me. Yeah. In the womb. I uh, was one of those babies that oh, got the umbilical cord. My brother had that really? too. Yeah. yeah. My mom had to get <laughs> Yeah, my mom had to get emergency uh, cesarean and I came out blue. Oh man. Wow. That was great. Oh yeah. Oh, and like she was still worse. kind of awake, so she saw yeah, them yeah. like holding her guts. Yeah, it was wow. a little... Wow. That's really a real shit. number on her body. Oh. Wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> you said that with, yeah, like... Yeah, you sound like, proud about that, where it's I'm like... Not. Wow. Really wow. Howdy. Damn. Sorry, Mom, if you're oh listening. Oh, my God. I forgot. I've looked up who I share a birthday with a couple of times, and uh, the only one I ever remember is Connor Oberst. Yeah, David Hassel is the only one I ever remember. I absolutely don't remember... You Former would. and future guest of the podcast, Brian Bierman, shares uh, a birthday with Miley Cyrus. Oh. Which I can't remember why he told me, but I've never been able to forget. <laughs> I can't remember if that was good or bad. Like, I can't, when he told it to me, I can't remember if he was like, yay or boo. Where were we at? Um, so, we, just we were just talking Stevie about Stevie dies. Yeah. Uh, my next note is about, we find out that Mitch is cheating. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's cheating mom, on Beth. Mom goes to find him and stuff. He's like, you know, he keeps on going out on like these work calls and stuff like that. It's business. And she basically tells him like, it's 6 a.m. in Geneva. Who are you talking to? And he says, it's night business month. Some garbage. That's from yeah. 30 Rock. That's not real dialogue. From this. But so before that really comes to a head. Well, it seems like he's going to get away with it. Like yeah. the camera's out there before she is. And we were like, oh, he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. And then she comes out and she's like, hey, you know, we got to go back. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, okay. And as he starts to walk past her, she fucking snatches that phone. Yeah. And, and she's like, let's check this it. out. And he's like, oh, Beth, no. Yeah. It's a lot of photos of his secretary. It's a lot of photos, man. And like, you know, you're, you're trying to like get good lighting and get the angles and you gotta like get into your cute underwear because you did not put that on this morning. God no. Because it takes like 15 minutes to get into. Right? 
like you don't just pull that shit on like they're like hook and eye clasps in the back mm-hmm. or possibly <laughs> strings right you know yeah the pit crew's got to come out <laughs> depending on your age you may have to tape a few things up you know it's a, it's a whole production but as i pointed out to a younger uh, uh slice of the, the demographic pie that's more of a common occurrence so i feel like they they're like oh well this corner of my room, I have the lamps set up like in such and such a way that I always have the the right lighting, and then it's just a matter of like finding your angles, which again I and feel your like filters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again I feel like they have on lock. They're like these three filters are my go-to, and then like these angles are the ones that make my butt look the best. Yeah. Or and whatever. then you have to send them to your friends for peer review. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's so maybe, maybe she exactly. just has a gigantic... But that's the thing, and she's scrolling, and there's, like, a dozen photos. And I'm like, damn, man, that's hours of work. But so the social media couple takes a photo with the, the banana splits. Yeah. And Poppy is standing beneath Drooper. She gets, like, something on her cheek. That's a little bit of blood from yeah. Stevie. Yeah, um, I think the kids also are like, why is Drooper all wet? Yes, yeah. but... And there's, like, liquid but, on his snout. But Thad is like, oh, babe, you got something on your face. And he, like, rubs it off. And then she's just like, I have no idea where it came from. And he was just like, I think it would be that strawberry jam, whatever. Oh, from the... the, Sloppy time. Sloppy Sloppy time, time. yeah. And so then he, course. licks his finger. And he's like, nope, it's not strawberry jam. And he keeps, like, licking it. He's like, what is that? I don't know what that is. And I'm like, why is he still licking it? Also, I right. feel like everybody knows what blood tastes I was going like. to say, question yes. for both of you. Do you know what blood tastes like? Because yes. I definitely do. Oh, yeah. I definitely bit my lip, bit my tongue, been punched in the face, like a whole bunch of shit, where I know what blood tastes like. I had braces. I know what blood tastes like. There you yeah. go. I just, like, every. Yeah. I see this in movies all the time where people are like, um, what is that? And I'm just like, you're an adult. Yeah. Like, really? You never bit your tongue? That's gotta be weird. What a charmed life you live. Tastes metallic and salty. So yeah, Mitch almost gets run down. We cut away from him just, like, running for his life away from Snorky. Snorky, Snorky in the the banana buggy. His phone gets run over and crushed, but that doesn't really matter. But, uh... And we just cut back, and what Harley and Zoe decided to go on a quest to meet Snorky because Snorky wasn't oh, backstage yeah, he, he when wasn't in the lineup. Yeah, when yeah. the kids got to meet the banana splits, yeah. so yeah, no, it's he's like, kind of bummed because it's his favorite. Yeah, it's like around this time that everybody just decides, like, yeah, let's go our own separate ways because the Jonathan, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Let's, jo- Jonathan and uh, Parker are off trying to find the show's producer. Yeah, so and they can Paige get, goes they can get Parker a, a, a movie deal or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. yeah, Paige goes after them because, like, yeah. you're not supposed to wander off. The, like, social media couple, Poppy and Thad, are mm. just kind of like, oh, let's go look and see what's backstage. And yeah. they kind of just yeah, go off. Yeah, they sneak off to go right. get married. Yeah. Austin decides that's a great time to go follow his mother, leaving the two small children alone and yeah. defenseless. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, mom's going to get Mitch. I better follow her and leave. Yeah. Yeah. These two small children. Right. Yeah, it's like, you so know then, you're yeah. de facto babysitter, and you're just fucking off. Right. Come on. I'll it's be like, right back. I just have to see what my mom is doing. And then, yeah, the kids are like, well, let's go on a quest for you to meet Snorky. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's that's Zoe being like, yeah. we'll, we'll try to find him. We'll yeah. meet him. And he's like, like a quest? And she's like, and she and I, I think at the same time went, yeah, <laughs> sure. That's also the second time you get the wand doing the shink. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's go, kashink. And you you're know, like, we get it. All throughout the movie, she's just, just like, sure. Yeah, like, sure. Her, I guess this could happen. Her whole, yeah. whole like vibe is like, you do you, boo. Yeah. 
Like, whatever you need. It's yeah. your birthday. Yeah, she's well, just well, I'll like, go along with this. She's just like, you're making it so hard for me to be nice to you right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you want to go to the Cheesecake Factory? She's like, yeah, all right. We could do that. Sure. <laughs> go off. Jonathan finds the producer of the show, and she's, what, on the phone? Yeah. people out because yeah. of the show being canceled. Mm-hmm. And He yeah. busts in, and he's like, ugh. We have something to show you. What? Yeah. You won't even believe we have for you. And um, what what does she start singing? My humps. My humps. Yeah. That's right. While he beatboxes. Yeah, and it's just like in the movie they oh, address how that is. Yeah. Like she's just like yeah. that's disturbing. It's, yeah. She goes. It's like two seconds. Like, no, stop. Yeah. That's disturbing. Also, it's wildly out of date. Yeah. Yeah. Which that yeah. was good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's good lampshading. Yeah, yeah. It's so. Gross. I, I felt, it's gross. Yeah, I felt yeah. gross watching. I was like, oh no, why would you tell your child to do that? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's a very like pageant mom thing. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of those pa- like I I had friends who did pageant stuff when I was a kid. The one sort of like bowed out of it at a younger age than the other one, the other one was like a lot longer, but uh it's weird. It's a weird scene. Um so when those fucking like pageant shows uh became popular A and E, like, you know, Whatever. My, and yeah, and my friends were like, "Have you seen this shit?" I'm like, "I mean, no, but I'm kind of familiar with it." Well, so they do like those like kids bop CDs and yeah. stuff. They should definitely yeah. make a kids bop of like kids bop inappropriate songs. Oh, there are. Well, occasionally they'll do yeah. clean versions of. Yeah, yeah, but songs. they shouldn't. They should do. Again, I don't think clean versions of songs should exist. No. No. That if you make a song, that's your fucking song. Yeah. And if you put the word fuck in it or whatever, that, yeah. that word is in that song. Yeah. I want the Kids Bob version of that Peaches song. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sucking on my titties like you, you wanted, wanted me, me calling, calling me all, all the time. time. Like, bloggy, check, check out, out my Chrissy behind the time all of the time. time. Like what sex on the beaches. What else is in the, the teaches of peaches? peaches? Yeah, okay. I want I want I the kids bop version of this. <laughs> Please, kill for it. Just a chorus of children. Kids bop inappropriate songs. Why did you buy this? <laughs> the authorities have been alerted to your position. Tra la la, tra la la la, tra la 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 la. Girl la la la, I want to take you to a gay bar. La 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 la. Yeah, uh, Thad and Poppy get married. On live stream, of course. Yeah, and she accepts. It's just, it's cute. Yeah, it's It cute. makes you really like them. Yeah. Because I was very like, okay, like, mm-hmm. I really didn't like him when they were introduced, but I liked I liked him a lot, like, right. in that moment. He does, you know, he's a good job. Yeah. It seems genuine. Yeah, yeah. it's very sweet. Um, yeah. And then he is immediately killed. <laughs> yeah, well, so, like... <laughs> Which, I mean, live... I know is coming. You know it's coming. There's can, no you surprise. You can see some of, like, the live stream comments and stuff, and it's people mm-hmm. doing, like, hearts, and being yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah. my God! And then they're like... Wait, who's that behind yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, so they, yeah. they like, you. He, he, like, grabs her, and he's, like, holding her, like, next to him, and, and she's holding up the ring, and he's showing it, you know, and he's got holding the phone up. Yeah. And then in the background, you can see the doorway, and Flegel walks yeah. in through the doorway, yeah. and, yeah, the live stream comments are like, who's that in the background? And it's yeah. like, who then, is that? It's clearly a giant dog. Right. <laughs> wearing sunglasses and a hat. And he takes, like, Flegel goes up to them, takes the phone, does a magic trick, and just breaks it. <laughs> Yeah, puts it in a bag, taps it with his wand, but it, like, shatters it, and he dumps it out on the stage. Right. And then... He just, what, pushes him? Yeah, he's, like, kind of wrestling him, and he pushes him very conveniently into one of those, like, 
boxings where you saw the person in half. Yeah, it's the yeah. saw the lady in half trick. Yeah. And Thad falls like perfectly in. His right. arms go in the two cutouts, and yeah. his neck goes in the other one. And Flegel shuts it. Uh, yeah, Poppy and... tries to defend him, but he just puts her in like a headlock. Yeah, yeah, and kind of forces her to help with it. In yeah, because he, yeah. he's he's got his arm around her, and he's holding onto the saw, yeah. and like yeah. Yeah, he like makes her hand go on it. Uh, basically, it's like actually kind of sad to yeah, watch because she's it like is. it's dark. Yeah, it's like probably the probably most fucked up part. Yeah. Because, like, most people kind of deserve it. They they kind of deserve it, but they're redeemed right before that by being, like, sweet. Yeah. So then, like, you're kind of like, oh, that's, that's a bummer. Even before then, like, any of the stuff that made you kind of not like them, it was just kind of, like, annoying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Jonathan's it's just... annoying, but he also made his tween daughter sing my humps. Exactly. So right, right. Thad and Poppy seem like fucking saints in And she, uh, the, the daughter, um, Parker, yeah. is clearly less into her, oh, the idea of yeah. her being a superstar than he is. Right. yeah. And, like, so, yeah, he's a bad person. She is not. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Like, but that's just kind of annoying. Poppy's uh, not quite as annoying. Like, they're both fine, kind of. They're just kind of, like, obnoxious. Yeah. But well, I like that there's, like, the moral angle to, like, the banana splits are like, who shall we kill? Right. It's like Saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah they're, like, they're like, you're cheating on your wife. The only Do you reason, want to play a game? The only reason why they have Austin steal 20 bucks from his stepdad is just so it's up in the air. Yeah, they're like, oh, maybe they'll kill Austin. Right? Yeah. He stole money from It's like he stepdad. stole, but it's a very, like, flexible moral scale. It's like, he stole, yeah. but he stole from Mitch. Mitch the bitch. <laughs> Mitch the bitch. Right. And also was willing to give it up to get uh, yeah, yeah, he was willing backstage. To, right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I like that there is a weird... Like, it's not just... They're just not flat-out killing anybody. No. Although, we do find out later they killed the entire rest of the audience. Right? And I doubt they were all super bad people. No, like, literally... <laughs> they like, were, like, one of the... <laughs> it was a prison work release program. It's fine. Yeah, one of the... the Flegel walks up and is like, they were all cheating on their taxes. Well, you know, like, you just <laughs> From find... that episode sponsored by the IRS? Yes, yeah. But, like, even that scene where they show, like, the... There's a pile of dead bodies. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, wow, this is weird. Because, like, optics-wise, imagery-wise, a fucking pile of dead bodies in, like, a concrete hallway is very dark shit. It's weirdly dark to throw into this movie. It doesn't need to be there. No. Like, I understand they have an audience full of captive kids. Yeah, and they're trying to explain that their parents have all been dispatched, I guess. Yeah, but, like... It, it would lower the body count because the body count there, when we see that, just jumps exponentially. Right. Like it's an un, it, you know, it's an unknown number, but it's like a whole studio audience. Yeah. Because like I was kind of loosely keeping track of the body count. Yeah. We've talked about a few horror movies on this, and I realized we haven't done like a body count watch or anything. Yeah. Like specifically to be like this many people died, which other horror podcasts do. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll pay attention just to mention it. And then that happened, and I was like, well, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you could count the amount of people in like the seats. Yeah, maybe I could do the math or whatever right. but I was but like, like I don't at even that point, like, they don't even do a good shot of like the whole audience it's like an angle yeah, shot yeah, yeah. Right. but I mean that could probably maybe guesstimate family. Right. Yeah. if you can see half the because there's a center aisle so if you can see half the audience how many seats how many rows you right. probably then yeah, you can figure that, that out and then yeah. d- double it and get a rough estimate and like count how many kids right. and, but like at this point it's like there's so many count like kill count whatever yeah yeah it doesn't really matter i was just curious and then yeah when that happens it's like well fuck it you could get around that by being like oh well they all all the kids had star tickets like it doesn't have to be star tickets didn't have to be willy wonka it can just be like 
the banana splits would like you to come and be part of the special audience and right. you know whatever and then all the parents are just like waiting in a waiting room somewhere you know. yeah. it doesn't have to be as dark but I guess that's not as fun no. for like the audience this was made for yeah. right. but I was just like wow when that happened I'm like okay yeah. alright yeah, well, it's a sharp turn you, you don't see it coming so this is I believe is when Jonathan dies so they do the saw the lady in the oh, yes. trick yeah. Sorry, yeah. with that Bad. and they actually pull him apart yeah. and that gives you a really good practical effect yeah. of yeah. just hey. intestines spilling. Yeah, his guts yeah. dropping out. Hey, it's yeah, pretty looks, good. Yeah, it looks anatomically correct. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good, it's right. a fun effect. Yeah, I like, just really just... wanted to mention that because like they went all yeah, out. I forgot that's about that. a major no. set piece. Yeah, no, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah, that's very, very good. And Poppy is just like despondent. Oh yeah, she's oh. just like boom. Done. And then like, yeah, I think we cut away from her. We cut back to her later and she's just like still there but I think we cut away initially and you're not really sure what happens to her oh uh, no um, oh that's right yeah that's when the kids show up and uh Flegel walks off to basically take them yeah and Liz just like kind of leaves her cause it's like yeah point. cause they want the kids for this audience later right yeah so and he's like he's... well I must protocol number one is to gather children yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. just like I'll find her later it's fine. yeah 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 um and... yeah, she's psychologically broken she'll be here for a while right yeah yeah no cause she just got proposed they were engaged yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then it's this like, happened. It's like the love of her life getting yeah. murdered, like technically by her hand, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. fucked, you know? Yeah. It is. It's very dark. Yeah. <laughs> and like when you see her later, like it's like Beth and Austin that find her, and she's like, you know, he just proposed he to just me. He just proposed to and, me. And like she's just so like broken. Yeah, like, she's like, I, I don't want to leave him. And it's like, you know, he's super, super duper fucking so dead. He's like, he does not get any more dead. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the most like broken I felt at yeah, all in yeah. this movie. I was just like, Oh, Fair. Whoa, that's so pathetic and yeah. sad. It is, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. Because you you're just like, oh no. Duct tape. <laughs> yeah, no, there's not enough duct tape in the world. <laughs> no. And then I'm not gonna. We'll, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. But like, her fucking turn is uncredible. <laughs> it's like bonkers. Yeah, like yeah, well, I love it. I, I was see. like, wowzers. Yeah. Her character development was probably <laughs> the best. Yes, uh, in, like if, the worst way, you know. I can't. I fucking can't wait. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, after that is John. Yeah, Drooper, the lion, yeah. is in Andy's chair. Yeah, because um, they're trying to find the person Yeah, they, they struck out yeah. with Rebecca, the uh, producer, so they're looking for the head of programming. They yeah. find his office. The lion yeah. is, like, yeah. sitting in, in Andy's chair, and mm-hmm. he's got the cigar, like, smoking in an ashtray. And uh, he's like, hey, you won't believe... It's the same shtick, but nobody yeah. responds. So he's like, hey, I'm talking to you. He's like, what's the matter with you? And then, like, this lion stands up. <laughs> And it's like, dude, just run. From a wingback <laughs> chair or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The girl, uh, Parker, is just kind of like, um, this is totally not kosher and I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 this is your future or whatever. And this fucking lion just walks up to him with a lighter and a fucking can of hairspray and no, torches the face. Cigar. Yeah. Oh, and it's the cigar? And a can of hairspray. Oh, yep. I didn't realize it was the cigar. Yeah, yeah they really use the cigar. Yeah. To but that yeah. hairspray is still out of nowhere, kind of. I mean, you'd they showed the engineer hairspraying Drooper's coat at one point. Yeah, and but I mean, it was just like a weird. You'd have that kind of stuff backstage for like a sure, you know, performance. Sure, yeah. but like it's just a weird. I was like, oh, holy shit! And then he but, torches but yeah, Jonathan's face. Because yeah. um, Riley was pointing out that like that cigar is not where Andy left it. When no, no, no. Andy dropped attacked. it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. and then it's in an ashtray, and now it's still lit like how does this robot even keep this thing maybe it's a different cigar man who the fuck cares how does a robot light a cigar they don't have lungs they can't breathe 
They can't puff it to light. He probably it. just picked up the same cigar and just like, cause you know, maybe like, he used he uh, Stevie's dead ass body like a bellows. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a cutscene I want. Oh, that'd be beautiful. I want, I want well, this no, robot being like, gotta keep this cigar lit. We know and then... they wouldn't be able to, cause he has a fucking lollipop in his mouth. That's true. Uh, maybe they don't, don't use know. his mouth. Then one of the audience members that they've undoubtedly killed by now. It's true. But yeah, uh, and they just fucking torch, uh, <laughs> torch Shaman's face. Maybe, maybe they did a blood eagle, so it's really easy to get at the... A bums. blood eagle. Yeah. I never in a million years thought we would reference a blood eagle on this podcast about the banana splits. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible and uh, I salute you. If you are unfamiliar with that term, you should google it. You should google torture. Yeah. It's it's intense. Yeah. I, don't, I mean if you've ever seen it. Oh no. That's the, it's the like, like they the cut song? your back open and they yeah, take your okay, lungs yeah. out and the yeah. lung like they fold your lungs out and they look like uh, yeah. bloody wings. What? Theoretically, you can still be alive after yeah. it's been done. Yeah. Yeah. But, they um, like fold your ribs up and then pull your uh, lungs up yeah. and out. I was thinking I will of that say like a Gundam. Pretty... It should be called the Blood Gundam. Really, that's that's how the well, that's how it looks. It's from like old like you like know... medieval Vikings. Actually, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like they didn't have Gundams. You'll see. You'll all <laughs> yeah. see. But... I got news for your history. Gundams <laughs> were there. I do want to know about Jonathan's like burning scene. He has, like, the time to take off his jacket. Yeah, he, like, whips his jacket off yeah. and you and I both thought he was gonna, like, put it on his head and right. try to, like, tap the he fire. He just no throws it on the floor. Effort. He throws it on the floor like he's getting ready to break dance. Right. <laughs> well, he makes no effort to, like, save himself. He just lets himself burn. I'm like, what? I am of two minds of that. One, okay. like, yes, that is very dumb. But two, maybe he was hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, like, fuck. oh, somebody turn off the AC. I should probably take this off. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> See, I feel like they should have foreshadowed that by having it the whole time he's in the audience. Oh, like, it's so hot in here. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, they did that with the producer. I mean, I'm not going to say it. With the hammer. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's that's good foreshadowing. Yeah. There's a decent amount of foreshadowing. Yeah. Like, yeah. the more you think about it, the more you realize, wow, really Yeah, I kind of, I forgot about it. that. Yeah. But, yeah. It, yeah, like, it wasn't a perfect movie no, in no, no. delivery and tone, but they were definitely, like, students of horror, knew what this, they were doing script-wise. Yeah. This like, movie is the fucking know. poster child for you have to approach it's, movies on their own terms. Yeah. So you can't come to this expecting it to be like Scream or Midsummer or any no. number of these things or like any other slasher flick or you know what this reminded me of? Honestly, I was going to mention this at the end, but I'll mention okay. it now. It kind of reminded me of one of those Into the Dark oh, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, they're very like self-contained yeah, and little, they're little Twilight Zoney. Yeah, their where tones it's got are its own kind of like logic and Their tones are very are. specific mm-hmm. and rarefied and they're, like they're just about movie length all the time, so like yeah. it just is enough time for you to get what the tone is and then like you're in that world and then like whatever and yeah, that's yeah. kind of how this is and this would have fit um, perfectly for in those there. not necessarily in the know into the dark that Hunter's referencing is the Hulu Blumhouse like, collabo series yeah collaboration where they're doing one movie for 12 months yeah it's a series it's technically a series yeah. uh, it's an anthology series it's on Hulu yeah they started and it airs in once October a month. Yeah. basically been, each uh, episode yeah. is themed around some sort of holiday or whatever you know there's, yeah there's something month of appropriate yeah there's one for like the first day of school and there's new years and whatever 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 there's some very good ones and some not as good ones they all have something kind of interesting in them yeah this kind of could have fit in with one of those 
tonally, if not stylistically. Yeah. You can tell that, like, the studio obviously just wanted a cash grab movie, but the people, like, involved were like, we're going to make this actually, like, something that's enjoyable. Oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel No, this could have... I've seen so many things that tried way less hard than this. Exactly. To be entertaining or to do a good job. And this, like, this really does a decent job. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's not going to blow anybody away, but it's a solid, enjoyable time. There's heart in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. And also, like, wherever they spent their money was pretty well, Mm -hmm. because, like, not a lot of it feels cheap. Yeah, no, honestly, the effects are very good. Costumes are good. Yeah. I was really worried about how these fucking costumes are going to look. Yeah. Because, like... Who the hell knows? Yeah, because original costumes weren't that much better. No, no, they were like, yeah, shitty, scraggly mascot right. costumes, and, like, these yeah. could look way worse, and, like, we're looking at them through a modern television, you know, so, like, yeah. it's gonna look yeah. poorly. Yeah, considering yeah. they look pretty good. Yeah. yeah, they did. They really, like, everything, I think, looked pretty, pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, they yeah. spent their money well. And then, yeah, your kills are pretty well executed in terms yeah. of just, like, your effects and your props and stuff. Yeah. Right. They were fun and, like, gory and, like... Inventive yeah. as well. Exactly. Yeah, inventive, unique, like, to each scenario and, yeah. like, splattery in a fun way. Yeah. And even yeah. if it wasn't, like, the most spectacular thing, like, they at least, like, foreshadowed it beforehand. Yeah. Like, yeah. With uh, Mitch getting hit by the car, like... Yeah, again, there's a lot of, like, dialogue that has, you know, that kind of irony in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, I mean, some of it you kind of got, you know, like the hammer, like, you come on down to Hammertown. You're, well, I was just like, oh, that might come back. Yeah. Well, not only that, but Rebecca specifically is, like, on the phone Yeah, trying about to get how, a bigger hammer. Yeah, that, yeah. like... The She's like, the script says a, big a giant hammer, and I'm holding a normal size hammer. Yeah. yeah. We should probably get into that part now because i think that's what comes like pretty much next because like jonathan yeah. he's actually alive he yeah finds the, yeah we round, find out the banana splits are rounding kids up we don't yeah. exactly know why but it turns out it's to be the audience for their show because yeah. the show must go on that's kind of like the through line also it was said here chronologically it, is when uh the security guard is decapitated and mitch gets hit by the uh banana, banana buggy buggy right. again but yeah uh the show must go on was said in the beginning by the mechanic. He's like, hey, you know, I gotta get you fixed all up because the show must go on and we see that, yeah. like... His name's Carl. Carl. Yeah. And we see that kind of, like, flash across their, like, LED screen, you know, thing which looks like the shitty Matrix. It's right. the green yeah. text on black and then it turns red briefly and says, the show must go on. And so you get that that's, like, their reasoning for this is, like, they were cancelled but the show must go on so they're yeah. gonna kidnap kids and just keep doing the show forever yeah. and kill anybody that gets in their way. Right. Right. And then this is uh, Mom, Beth starts to become a badass. Oh, yeah. The minute she loses that sweater. Yeah. Uh, she has her little sh- She and um, uh, what's Austin. Austin were like, oh, shit, things are bad. We have to find the kids and get out of here. And yeah. then is it Bingo, like, yeah. like swings yes. down from the trees, from, like, the catwalk, like, through the trees on this set mm-hmm. yeah. and grabs Austin and drags him back up the catwalk. And Mom is just like, no. Like, yeah. fucking give me back my son. And <laughs> yeah, she, and the set that yeah. they're in is kind of jungly and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, she's and trying to, he's like, a, He's an orangutan, so that's yeah. kind of fun, too. Yeah, so she's trying to elbow through. Her sweater gets caught on something, so she, like, rips just it rips off. Just rips it off, and you're like, oh, shit, it's mom battle mode. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so she's yeah. just in this red tank top, but, like, yeah, it's very, like, you know, female action hero. Yeah, the music should have just yeah. been, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Like, it should have been, like, full-on Terminator yeah. 2. You know, that yeah. is such a badass in this movie. Yeah. I will, like, really give her that. 
Yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah, fun. Yeah. And yeah. like Bingo's like, it's almost the end or no, whatever. It's, time's almost oh, up. Time's oh. almost up. And she goes, For you and fucking just like throws it over the railing of this catwalk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... it like falls, its arm gets caught in like rigging and rips it off at the shoulder. And it, it's like laying there, I guess, like quote unquote dead. It, it's a robot, like, how do you know it's dead? And Allison, I think you said like I guess you gotta hope one of its central units got like dislodged. Yeah, you get the right component or like the a uh, power cord inside. Yeah. Right. Like whatever's connecting the battery to something important. I mean they get the fuck out of there pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Because they don't want to see it. I'm just saying, like, you've had times where you've maybe dropped a laptop <laughs> yeah. the wrong way and yeah. everything's fucked. Right, yeah. but the laptop was probably not trying to kill right. you. Yeah. I would make sure and it was also, dead. And also, you probably didn't drop it off a catwalk, uh, like, 30 or 40 feet. Yeah, it's like 25, 30 feet. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Bingo was technically dead, because, like, later... Because during this time is when, uh... Yeah, doesn't uh, Drooper drag him into the, yeah, like, workshop or Yeah, because had brought the kids into the workshop and, like, locked them up. Carl had come in, showed... That his yeah, he got two of his off. fingers like bit off or whatever, yeah. or cut off. Right, and which like, we don't see in no. the movie, right? Yeah, and like yeah. That. Harley is like trying to appeal to him, like you have to help us, and he's like about to unlock them, but then, like you said, uh, the lion drags in Bingo, and he's like, "My son." Yeah, they had, they had a weird dimension to Carl that they're like all his children, <laughs> right? <laughs> which is like okay, which like I get, but also sure, it's, like, but it's crazy, but sure. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. it's a weird turn for his character because he seemed like reasonable esque. Until well, this point. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like he's a little eccentric when we first meet him. Sure, but not then, like I would I would put the lives of these animatronic uh, animals that yeah. I've built over human lives. Like, that's a big leap. Well, yeah. and that's the thing, is then when he's talking to the kids, he seems lucid and reasonable, mm. and then he gets way crazier again. And, like, the kids managed to escape in this time. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, drops him in. in front of them. Yeah, and they do, so... a, they do a swapsie where they run out and they push him in and they lock him yeah. in. After yeah. burning his forehead. Yeah, yeah they, like, yeah. stab him with Harley, a soldering right? gun. Harley, like, yeah. gets, like, a... Uh, it's a soldering like, gun, I thought. Right. I thought it was, like, a chisel or something that was sitting in was front something. of, like, a, oh, maybe. a flame yeah. thing. Oh. It was red hot. Yeah. yeah. That's all I remember. But, yeah, I just had... Stabbed yeah, the forehead. He stabbed him, like, between the eyes with, like... Like a red poker, man. Yeah, like, it was fun. That was real hardcore. Yeah, no, and they yeah, was like, and wowzers. I specifically know that it was Harley because, like, this is during his whole, like, turn from being kind of, like, a little weirdo to being kind of a badass where Zoe sure. can actually, like, right. be like, okay, you're worthy of being my friend. He's just into fantasy, I guess. Yeah, he's just, like, likes what he likes. He does, yeah. in the in the car, like, when they're driving there, I think it's Mitch says something like, you know, why do you even like this stuff or, or whatever? Like, these are for kids or little kids or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, no, they're awesome and I'm great. He's like, oh, Harley, yeah. I love you. Yeah. Like, that's great. He's just so, like, he's secure and Yeah, he, he has a, he's a good yeah. sense of self and right. I was like, this is a good... I wish I was like that at that age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So do they, they get caught then, right, though, but they, and they get, like, rounded up into the audience? They run into Snorky. That's right. And yeah, he, he, and he does a Snorky shuffle yeah, with him. He does, and they befriend him. Harley does the Snorky shuffle with Snorky yeah. and you think that Snorky is gonna be, like, on their side because he's like, Snorky, you have to help us. And right. Snorky takes his hand yeah. and they leads them out. But he leads them to the audience and then they get shackled with the kids. But he gives them the keys. Gives them the keys, yeah. So he's real in clutch. But like, so he is kind of on their side. But, but like, you could have just led them to an exit Snorky. I will say, like, the initial confrontation, like, Zoe being the tiniest one there, 
putting her little fist yeah, up, yeah. Like, ready to fight She's this punch robot. this robot. Yeah. Unlike Sis. Yeah, these kids were very fun. These kids right. were really good. Yeah. Especially her. Like, she was picking the lock, too, yeah, while yeah. they were locked away. I was just like, what a little badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's I good. I love this kid. Yeah. Like, oh, what these was kids were very proactive, right? Yeah. All the kids have to watch as uh, are they're... Are they watching? No. I thought they no, were... They yeah, I thought they were... No. I thought that's what no. they were doing on stage, no? No, because no. um, oh. we don't see, like, the uh, kid audience to, like, the very end of the movie. Oh, this was, yeah. like, right before then. Yeah. But no, they, they make them run the sloppy time, and, uh, like, in the movie, like, the blue key is an important part of the game. And yeah. And once it gets to the platform, um... Well, Rebecca's got a broken couple of fingers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she tried to, like... Who, who did that? I don't remember. I think but it was Flegel. Might have been Flegel, but yeah. she tried to, like, push them off, and they grabbed well, her hand and, like, It was Flegel, because back. at that point, she had ripped off his eye, and he's going full oh, Terminator at yeah, that point. Yeah, she ripped off part of his face yeah. fur. Yeah. So, Flegel the dog. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's ripped off part Flegel of the costume, the revealing... Uh, oh, maybe it is Flegel the Beagle, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, revealing the, like, Terminator dog face... Yeah. Um, so as they're like going through this sloppy time course, which is like, yeah. it's like a, it's a little, like a, a little race path, but it's got like shit, like slippery shit on it. Like so like jam, jam or something. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan jam. falls yeah. and hits his burned ass face on the ground. Yeah. And then she falls and breaks her fall with her broken ass right. hand. And oh my god, yeah. it looks horrible. It and looks like, so fucking awful and yeah. and ugh. And the whole time they're throwing like pies at them. Yeah, they're like hurling pies right? at them and shit, and then they have to climb up some ladders, yeah. and then they're gonna f- jump into, like, the ball pit. They throw Jonathan off, and I guess he's just dead. Oh, no, well, they, no. like, stab him. Yeah, with stab the key. Him the key, that's right, with the yeah. The key's, like, spine Yeah, shit. Yeah, that's yeah. right, she's like, Rebecca, where's, where's the blue goes, key? where's the blue key, because she sees the other two keys yeah. hanging, but not the blue one. Yeah, and, and then one of the, I think it's yeah. Flegel, maybe, pops yeah. up and... Yeah, whichever one waits at the top. Yeah, stabs um, him in the spine with the key. Right. And, like, twists it, and it's yeah. bloody. And and so yeah, you can see him. visible bone. And Rebecca sees that she's in peril and stuff and so while it's distracted she jumps into the ball pit to try and win but then she's gonna have to climb back up and yeah but she like thinks because she won she's safe right and as she's climbing out she like looks up and and flegel whoever is there holding the hammer and she goes oh big giant hammer or whatever yeah like hits her on the head blood sprays out and she falls in her eyes bugging out her eyes popping out it's a pretty gnarly effect yeah Yeah. it's pretty quick Mm -hmm. uh she falls back into the ball pit yeah she's dead she's a corpse now yeah Yeah. i thought they showed that to the kids and i was like that's great no they show plenty of other fucked up shits to the kids sure i don't think there was a kid audience there there was definitely not enough screaming for that so uh paige hides in that ball pit rebecca rebecca is in yeah she screams yeah but she's like pulled out by uh, austin i think yeah and that's when yeah. like that group's reunited um, yeah because at this point uh poppy's with like him and his mom yeah poppy's with austin and beth because yeah. they've convinced her to leave the corpse of her fiance and yes. come try to get out of of here, I guess. Right. After that. Yeah, the, like, mechanic shop or whatever. Yeah. Carl is in the cage where the kids left him. They're, like, looking around for weapons and mm-hmm. stuff, which they arm themselves with a big wrench and a crowbar. Uh, crowbar. Yeah, stuff you might find. Like yeah. Hammer. Hammer, and, yeah. Yeah, and they find a secret door into yeah. the studio. Poppy kind of hangs. She, like, finds the fifth banana split, the sister. Yeah, Carl was making... Hootie. A sister for them. Hootie. Her name is Hootie. <laughs> like, of and the Blowfish fame. Right. Uh-huh. But she was conveniently, like, perfect for... Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. But, like, it was, like, conveniently It's the only fucking love. one of these names that makes any goddamn sense. 
Maybe Flegel kind of does. Kind of. Snork, Snorky kind of. Like, they all kind of, yeah. but Hootie the Owl is like Ringo, dead right? on. Ringo. Right, but again, it's not as one-to-one as Hootie the Owl. Woman. Yeah, right. that's true. So she like puts that on and like it's just like, she's got a helmet. Dad is dead because of you and she fucking kills Carl. Yeah, she's got a, a fucking talon claw right? okay. and a hammer. And yeah, slits his throat and whatever. Fucking, uh, after that, they go in the basement. That's yeah, when the, they find the, the, the dead the ass audience. audience. Yeah, yeah, dead, yeah just a pile of corpse. Patch. They're not kids because the kids are now the forever audience. Yeah, this yeah. is where we see the other page, the page that isn't named Page. Yeah, with two drumsticks, a drumstick yeah. shoved in each eye, dead yeah. through his glasses. Wonder who yeah. did that one? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, it was good. And then it's they probably the, the one that rhymes with Ringo. <laughs> right. Like it was Ringo. <laughs> I know. You know, and then they find the kids, and they were putting on the show, which is when they set Stevie on they, fire. They yeah, wheel out dead ass Stevie, which made me laugh so hard, <laughs> just like yeah. puppeteering he's, his corpse. Yeah, he's, he's on, on the, the tricycle yeah. with the lollipop jammed down his throat. Yeah. yeah, and they fucking yeah, they wheel him in front of this male trumpet, and they blast him in the face with fire. Right. <laughs> then yeah. he's on fire. Then they're like, Stevie, you should quit smoking. Yeah, it's like a pipe that's got like a little flame in there, and when you open it, there's enough gas to like. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah, it's the uh, Dr. Seuss pipe thing. Yeah. Trumpet. Yeah. yeah, so they burn his corpse. <laughs> um, <laughs> Holy straight. shit. Twist uh, uh, and then we find out that Andy's not dead. Because they, they wheel Andy out from backstage like... On the Wheel of Endings. It's, but it's not the Wheel of Endings, though. It's a new, crazy, person-sized wheel that he's crucified I think, on. I think it's still got some of the same... It uh, has stuff written on it. Yeah. Like the Wheel of Endings is like the size of a street sign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you're saying, yeah, it's a different wheel. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just explaining yeah. to the audience who didn't see it the first time. It wasn't but like the Wheel of Fortune no, or whatever. He's, like, it's new and crucified on this thing. Yeah, he's crucified on he's it. He's got uh, nails in his feet and his hands. Yeah. I'm the president of programming. You can't do this to me. Like, that means shit to a bunch of robots. Yeah, that's hilarious. That was very good. Yeah. He's like, I'm the president of programming. Like. (laughs) You fucking schmuck. Yeah, it's great. And they spin... Yeah, uh, they spin Andy, Andy, and he points at Banana Split. So he turns yeah. to <laughs> turns to Harley and is like, "What's Banana Split?" And he goes, "I don't know. It's only ever landed on Rock Out," <laughs> which yeah. is funny and maybe true. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know if that. I don't remember that wheel from ever watching the show, but maybe that's a thing. Yeah, I have no Probably idea. Is. Yeah, yeah, I'm just or saying. Maybe like, they added it in. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah but so, I like that. So they like bodily rip him from each where of he's the. Yeah, they all grab a limb and pull. Yeah, Fleetwood yeah. Trooper. Yeah. But while this is going on, Harley releases all the kids. Yeah. There's also a very funny thing right in here, uh, right before the banana splits give chase to all the fleeing kids and to Beth and Austin and everybody. Flegel waves at Drooper with Andy's severed arm. <laughs> yeah. And oh, it's that's so. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the only reason I'm mentioning it. That wasn't like a shot. It wasn't like a shot of that happening. That was just happening in a two shot of them. So that was that actor making the choice to do this. And I would like to applaud you, sir. That's fucking dark. God, it's beautiful. <laughs> I, was, I noticed it and just, I was like, good call. Yes. So, Golf clap. Yeah. I really liked it. So we watched, yeah, the, uh, yeah. you know, behind the scenes thing yeah. and stuff like that and all the animatronic characters or dancers yeah so yeah it was a choice so not not like actor actors performer yeah yeah, but just like yeah dancers being are you being pedantic about my use of the word actor to describe a dancer he's in a movie he's an actor now okay but i'm just actor slash dancer that's what their resume says now okay yeah 
Um, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I feel like that's an even bolder choice for some. It is. It's a great like, choice. Yeah, you know, it's very yeah, fun, and I liked it a lot. But then we have the epic battle with uh, Beth, Beth and like facing all against two animatronics. Like she's like a fucking yeah. Beth wrench. just had what? Uh, was the wrench? Yeah. yeah. She just like goes in, yeah. and she straight up is like, Austin, get all the kids out of here, and yeah. she's gonna fight these two robots <laughs> with a wrench. I was yeah. like, holy shit! But she also like isn't hitting them yet, and I'm like, you should be hitting she them. She does make one hit. She, stop, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, with the wrench. And, like, takes him out of the knee. But, yeah, then she's spending a lot of time staying there talking to Austin. I'm like, dude, you should be wrecking yeah. these things if you can, if you, you have know. the time. It's either she's yeah. being gripped up by the neck, or yeah. she's just, like, yelling at Austin to go. Yeah, Flegel's, like, roughing her up, throwing no, her around. No, it's, uh, well, it, yeah, but also yeah. Drooper, and Drooper, I think, yeah. is the one that's, like, grabs her, and they're gonna do um, the males here. I really could not tell them apart in okay. that final fight, yeah. yeah but so, yeah, they put her part. face up to the male hole. Yeah, they're going to burn her, and uh, Austin jams the crowbar in Flegel's head. Yeah. yeah. And then Flegel dies, and yeah, then he Austin, throws the wand. or yeah. so, Harley Comes throws in, the wand. Because yeah. Austin's thrown to the ground. Beth is being basically choked out to death. Harley's yeah. like, Mom! And it's like, really, like, this is probably the worst CGI in the movie. Yeah, it is yeah. a bit. Where it's it's just like, like two, yeah. two, yeah, this thing. She catches it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Presses the button. Shoves it in his mouth, presses the button, and it, like, bursts through the top of his skull. Right. Yeah. Shink. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. And then they're trying to get out, and we find out Bingo is, like, resurrected. Yeah. Right. He pops out and is, like, following them, and then Snorky... Shows up. Yeah, like, yeah. uh, checks him, body checks him, and they get in a fucking robot fight. Yeah. Snorky, out of nowhere. They rip each other's, like, innards out. Yeah, he's, like, uh, Snorky yeah, is, like, well, pulling the guts yeah. out of the yeah. arm Bingo, socket. Bingo still doesn't have the one arm. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Snorky's, like, got, like, some tubing or whatever that he's, like, just... Yeah, I was like, this is kind of cool and, and, like, not gory, but super gross, like, yeah. when you think about it. Like, right. Yeah, but, like, yeah, Bingo good. fucking... Kalima. Yeah. yeah, Kalima. Kalima Shakti Day, and he yeah. fucking pulls his fucking heart out, yeah. Right, but, like, they basically kill each other. Yeah, and because and uh, uh, Snorky's got him in, like, a headlock yeah. and just, like, crushes his head and right. splits Bingo's head open and they just both fall down dead. Pretty much. Uh, but, like, before Snorky's, like, finally out, Harley's just like, you're always my favorite. You're always you my know, favorite, Snorky, yeah. Yeah, and he's just like... It's cute. Like, he just, like, stares, and he just fucking drops dead. Yeah. Um, I want to mention, in this fight, there is a robot nut shot. <laughs> Snorky yeah. fucking, like, punches Bingo in the dick. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I kind of did want a little bit more nut shotting in here, but I was glad there really? was that. Yeah. You were I, like... Oh, I also wanted Mitch to get kicked in the dick. Oh, well, yeah, Mitch totally deserved oh, a good God, nut yeah. shot or two. I mean, but also, I but mean, the like, robots, they don't have genitals. It's so crazy. It's funnier. <laughs> it, is it? It's funnier when it's ineffective. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I, you're not wrong, I guess, but it's just so weird to ah. me. I was like, I was like, that's a choice. <laughs> I'm probably not choreographed. No, it's funny, though. I feel like yeah. nut shots, whether or not they work, are funny, but it's also funny when they're ineffective. Like, <laughs> All right. We're Cops. at the finale now, yeah. Yeah. Cops are there. Yeah, you're finally getting some EMS. You're right. Parker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like, Mom, can I stop doing acting classes? And the mom's just like, Whatever you want, honey. Yeah. And we, we all kind of went, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, it's well for her. Yeah. Um, it was when we find out that Mitch is not dead, and we all went, oh, really? Yeah. And he's kind of like, babe, I was hit by a car, and I'm kind of hurt. But, but like, I realized realize. what's really yeah. important. I want to be with you. I don't want to be with 
Carly or whatever. I think it's Carly. Yeah. And he's like, I want to be with you and the kids. And she's like, I want to divorce and punches him in the face. Right? She punches him in the face, which I kind of wanted her to punch him in the nuts. It was a good punch, though. It It was like a full-on, like, cocked her fist and straight arm right in his face. And he's just, like, stunned and falls back. And she's just like, I want a divorce. Unlocks the car. He's like, come on, kids. Yeah. Lifts lifts her arm and unlocks the car behind her. Yeah. Right? While still, like, staring down at him. Yeah, it's very good. Like, yeah, you know, and like, you know, Austin and Paige have their little kiss, whatever. Yeah, that was a side story that, like, I was it was just, fine. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't necessary, but it was no. fine. Like, yeah, they yeah. flirted in the beginning, and then, like, then the movie happened. Yeah. And at the end, you know, he's like, So, um, could I maybe get your number or something? Because, like, uh, we just survived a bunch of robots. And she just, yeah. like, shut up and just kisses him. <laughs> and uh, Zoe and Harley are kind of bonding, and they, like, look over and see the kiss, and they're both like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is funny. Like, yeah. I was like, Yeah, yeah it's good it's kid, kid acting. Yeah, it's you cute. Know. But yeah. then the final scene. Yeah, well, then everybody in the fucking parking lot's like, all right, we're done here. And they leave, and they leave Mitch there. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. leave this, like, he's bloodied like, man laying yeah. on the ground. He's, like, hobbling. He's, like, behind he's, like chasing the after the end. He's like, I'm hurt. Hello? Anybody? Hello? And then he fucking gets run over by the goddamn banana buggy. He gets run over a lot. He gets he run does. over because it's he not does just several little somersaults yeah. under these fucking tires. But it's but not like... just the banana buggy, which is like a four wheel, yeah. four seat thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's two banana buggies. Well, it's the banana buggy with a little uh, like trailer a trailer or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's got eight wheels. He gets crushed under all of them. And uh, he's like his whole body pops like a grape. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And um. Who's driving the banana buggy because all the banana splits are dead? Oh, shit. It's Poppy dressed as Hootie with the the fucking death owl now with all their fucking robot corpses in the back. And she just drives off into the sunset into the proposed sequel, I guess. she's fucking cackling. Yeah, it's great. Um, Also, I just realized, like, Thad and Poppy's, like, Thad, like, is in Thad, like, oh, yeah, but Poppy, like... You guys know, like, that Poppy or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah, the musician. Yeah, I yeah. just realized why they named her Poppy. Like, yeah, I can her. see that. I don't... What? She's a musician. Oh, um, so, like, it's kind of this, like, uh, almost like an ARG where she is supposed to be kind of, like, robotic and, like, a yeah. representation of She's... how draining and, like, soul-sucking uh, pop and, like, the pop industry is. Yeah, yeah, oh. She's, like, self-aware really pop... Uh, she's like Devo, but for now. Yeah. Oh. She's a robot. She's, yeah. I'm I know about that. Yeah. No, it, she's basically like an episode of Black Mirror, but happening in real yeah. life. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. I would say like look into Like that Miley Cyrus it. one you hated. Yeah, well, I didn't hate it. I just was like <clears throat> underwhelmed. It was yeah. just fine. The best part of it is Miley Cyrus doing Nine Inch Nail songs as pop songs. Yeah. Which is like, just do a cover album. Like, I don't care. You don't yeah. have to, I don't have to sit here for an hour and a yeah. half. Yeah. But no, it's really interesting. I would yeah, suggest yeah. like looking at some of it. Huh. But so, okay, that's clearly like a real hard sequel setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they double down by like zooming in on, I'm going to say Flegel's eye, the like Terminator eye. Probably, and it yeah. lights back up where it's like, in case you or, didn't realize we were setting up a sequel, we are setting up a sequel. And then we do some credits and then we got a very brief, weird inner credit uh, shot of... Um, I guess it's what's his name, Carl. Carl's, yeah. Carl's severed, severed fingers, fingers on the ground yeah. with like a rat running by it or whatever, right. it's like and it's just no it. Reason. But it's like they cut that scene. I'm like uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't see that scene, right? Yeah, 
you could tell the special effects department was like, these are really convincing feet. Yeah, they these left it. These people have to see it. Put the fingers in the, if you're going to cut it, put them in the credits, because they were very good. Yeah. I it mean, took me hours to make that, okay? Yeah. I mean, those were good made very fingers. good fingers. So, yeah, that's the Banana Splits movie, the Banana Splits horror movie from <laughs> right. 2019. It's crazy. I had a good time, though, watching it. Yeah, um, I think it, like, I, we talked about it kind of in the middle here, but, like, it looks good. The money is in all the right places. The yeah. casting is pretty good. Um, yeah, characters can, are extremely well-written for what it is. They didn't have an unlimited budget. No, no, no. But, yeah. like, they, I feel like they made smart choices with their money. Yeah, money's on screen. Like, yeah. it's it's not bad. Yeah. yeah, and, like, honestly, I really do respect the fact that they did practical, pretty much, yeah. for most of, like, the Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll always appreciate yeah. practical effects, you know, no matter what they look like, really. They always look better. Better Usually. Yeah. yeah, and then this these looked really good. They were really fun, really gross. They were augmented with CGI, which is like the way to go. Yeah, CGI isn't yeah. a replacement. It's yeah, no, enhanced. it's a band aid. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like Facetune. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a way to make something look just a little bit better, but you can't start from the ground up. Right. Yeah, I like it. I like this a lot. I think it's a great watch. Yeah. I might be like I'm probably still on the I'm still in that post like bliss of yeah. watching it. <laughs> but like I do think it's a great watch because it's a fun time to watch. Like it I is. genuinely had like laughs and the effects yeah. are like really good, honestly. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say go in expecting some kind of like amazing, terrifying horror movie. Yeah, no. Like no, it's you know what it is going in. It's a goofy horror movie using this old property by Hanna-Barbera. You know what it is. For what it is, it's really good. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really fun. I think I mentioned somewhere during this that, like, this is probably a perfect, like, put it on at a party movie, watch it with a bunch yeah. of friends, like, because the there's enough plot where anytime you drop into a scene, like, if you're not paying attention for a second, you tune back in, something's happening, whether it's character development or somebody getting killed or whatever. There's a ton of characters in this to the point where I was like, what are you doing? Because, like, that's usually not a great sign, but they do a good enough job developing them just enough. It was satisfying watching their arcs, watching them die and whatever, because there's four banana splits, but they're not characters. Like, you know... Snorky's kind of a character because it kind of it's just in the way that it's different from the others but like yeah they, they did a really good job and I think this was like really fun I don't know if I would call it a great watch but it's definitely a recommended watch I would I, I, yeah. I think everybody should check this out yeah I, I will also say great watch I find it interesting that this is one of like the more recent horror movies that I've seen that isn't trying to do anything meta it yeah. is you know, conforming to some horror tropes, but isn't trying to subvert them necessarily. Um, it is trying to do things that are, you know, a little unique and different in terms of, like, you know, some of the splatter, which is always admirable because it's, you know, it's tough to not repeat things that have been done before. It's different enough to be kind of, you know, worthwhile in that way. I don't know necessarily what's missing, but it's not doing everything for me, but it's doing a lot of stuff well. Yeah, I, I gotta say, like, you know, we always talk about on the show, like, I like big swings. Yeah. And the fucking having Poppy become, like, this owl woman thing, which, by the way, uh, it like... It is a very satisfying ending, even if there are yeah. no sequels. Yeah. I mean, actually, probably more so if there are no sequels, but, yeah. But but having her be this owl woman, which, like... But, like, it's such a big swing, unless that is somehow based on lore from the show that I'm not aware of. Like, oh, there was going to be a fifth one, but they couldn't afford the costume or whatever. Like, if they just pulled that out of nowhere, that's insane, and I love it. I thought that was, like, a Beatles goof. What? The fifth Beatle? Yeah. Oh, there was a couple almost fifth Beatles, though. I know. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. Like your your quartet being a quintet. Yeah, it was interesting. For well, they did it with the Ninja yeah. Turtles. Did they? Yeah, they introduced a female turtle named Venus. Venus yeah. de Milo the turtle. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. It was like I didn't know yeah, about she that. Had like, yeah, she's she like a ponytail. She was pink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, she had a pink. Uh, she had pink stuff. And yeah, I never. I don't read think the she had a ponytail. Comics. I think she, I think her uh, like headband thing was like extra long, so it behaved okay. like a ponytail. Yeah. I never read any of the comics or anything. Yeah, I can't remember um, where this was. Uh, I never was. I think it was like show. And also, the Venus de yeah. Milo was a piece of art, not a. Uh, they differ. They had to creative. differentiate her. She's like a next yeah. generation. She wasn't of their tank. You know that she didn't. Well, and they I found guess, her later. I guess also, like, unless she's Sappho, it's going to be hard to find influential ladies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know? Great if they did do, like, right. a turtle. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It'd be great if she was, like, super buff. <laughs> like, Please the buffest of all the turtles. Give me the butch turtle. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sappho of yeah. my dreams. Wait, why I mean, I, okay, I get why they didn't do that, but also, why didn't they do that? <laughs> or, no, 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 the real question is, why not do that now? Right? We are available yeah. to write your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. comics. I mean, there is a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like, show. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually... Do this at any time. I am always... I love Casey Jones. I will fucking write Casey Jones any day of the week. He's, he's just he's just a dude from fucking like New Jersey who yeah. beats Yo, up criminals really with is. a bunch of sports equipment, <laughs> just, and that's no, insane, and I love equipment. it. Well, yeah, no, sometimes no, he had like a baseball bat, and I think yeah. he had a cricket bat and stuff, right. and yeah. But it's mostly is, just hockey. Is is the creator local? Huh? Is the creator? Local? Uh, yeah, Eastman and Laird. I think they're from New York, New Jersey area. Okay. Yeah. Well, then we're cousins. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the better of all those three states. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> But yeah, um, so yeah, I think we all recommend this uh, yeah, pretty strongly. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna blow your fucking mind no. or anything, but it's no. it's very fun. It's probably one of the better B movies I've yeah, seen it is. in like a while. Yeah, this is a good a good time. Get pizza, get some beer, get your vape yeah. pen, get your friends. Like, it's fun. Plug your Tinder, plug your... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to plug my Tinder. Your, ne- your account on Nextdoor if you're no, always goofing on your t- neighbors. <laughs> I don't think that works that way on Tinder. You know, um... If you do want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at O'Reilly, E-W-R-I-L-E-Y, um, and I'm also on Twitter at Generic Crab, all one word. Sorry, Generic Crab? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If you'd like to follow us, uh, you can email us at write, hey, watch, great, watch, that's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. Um, we asked you to write in with a whole bunch of weird uh, songs for the inappropriate kids' bop was one of them. <laughs> I forget all the things, but please write in. Um, oh, if any of that useless trivia uh, helped you at all oh. in the two weeks this is the new episode, please get at us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at H-W-G-W podcast on both those platforms. And uh, thanks for listening. La, la, la. La, 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 la. Don't la, sue la, us. La, we don't have cash. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Dog's purpose, yeah.
It's like that. Oh, Where, like, dude. the dog just keeps getting reincarnated until it makes it back to the original Orlando. That is the most fucked up concept. It's yeah. super fucked up. It's it's spiritual slavery. Yeah. It's indentured servitude. These dogs just have to keep coming back to Dennis Quaid forever. That's fucking awful and grim. Yeah. 